February 13th, 2009. We're scared. It's Friday the 13th. What game makes you scared? And we're going to play Left 4 Dead on Xbox Live. Broadcasting live from the Computer Arena in Roswell, Georgia. All Games Radio presents Friday Night Gaming. And now your host, Bobby Blackwolf. Oh, I got the I got the switching wrong. I suck at this. There we are. Hi. It it kind of messed up on us. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Friday Night Gaming. My name is Bobby Blackwolf, and with me here is Glenn Martin. How you doing? So uh, we are here. It's Friday the thirteenth. We have no clue what we're going to do tonight. This is going to be one of those fun shows. Open board. How was how has your Friday the thirteenth been so far? I have been slam busy. Mm-hmm. I, not not scary busy. Not scary busy. My Friday the thirteenth has probably been twice as long as yours. Has it? You see, here's the thing: is uh, you know, in my day job, I am a system administrator, and uh, at two thirty this morning, I got a call from my boss saying the database server just crashed. Wow! And so I spent from two thirty until like ten a.m. rebuilding our database on a different machine so we could you know do, do all that, and so I find then I go to bed. You know, I go to sleep at 10, and 11 o'clock, one of my coworkers calls me and says I need to do something for him because he's got a client. That's a, so I, I haven't – I've slept maybe three hours in the last two days. Almost two days for you, huh? I am, I am all set. That's why I've got my uh, uh, caffeinated beverage that is not spiked with anything alcoholic. I'm sorry because <laughs> uh, I'm trying to stay awake because I'm trying not to be scared. Uh, so uh, the topic that we're going to be bringing up for you guys is, uh, you know, what game makes you scared? Um, Sometimes what makes me scared is actually messing up things on this show. Uh, but uh, one of the games that we're going to be playing is uh, we are going to be playing Left for Dead. I don't know if you can see Zombies. it. There Zombies, Left for Dead, uh, because it is Friday the 13th. It's actually the first Friday the 13th. We're going to have to do this again in next, next month. So, um, and uh, we will be providing – do we not have an employee? Because we are providing the controllers. So um, – we need to we need to get one of our adult supervisions in here. Right, right. Um, that we were promised. I hate to start off the show asking for that, but uh, so uh, while we get some things straightened out here, um, so basically what we're going to be doing is uh, we're going to be talking about what games make you scared. If you want to play with us, uh, send a friend request to FN Gaming. F N G A M I N G. We are going to be playing Left 4 Dead. And uh, what we're going to be doing, we're going to be making some uh, multiplayer uh, versus multiplayer matches. And you're going to be playing against people here at the computer arena. So I'm going to switch it over here. And we're going to go ahead and start up the game and hand it over to our first player. Uh, who, why don't you come up to the mic and uh, say who you are. Let me turn you up here. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I'm John. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be playing against everybody who wants to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was the guy playing last time on the uh, Call of Duty 5, so mm-hmm. whoever was playing then, if you want to play me again, join up and uh, I- I'll shoot you in the face. Shooting in the face. Yes. Excellent. Face That's a challenge there. So, uh, like I said, we're going to be doing versus multiplayer matches. Friends only. Send a friend request to FN Gaming. He will accept all friend requests. We still have room left over. And uh, join in and uh, play with a, us. This is a great opening cinematic on Left 4 Dead. I, I had actually never – I've never played Left 4 Dead. It's not my kind of game. I don't like being scared. That's why I'm asking other people what games make them scared. It's, it's a pretty scary game. Plus, it's a, it's a shooter. It's, 
It's not there, even there's a remote on the top of the TV if you wanted to use it for the volume two. Um, CC Cosmic Relic says, I dislike that guy in a smack talk. Well, why don't you get into the game <laughs> and, and shoot him in the face, and then he can't smack talk you. There you go. He's calling all challengers. And we are playing the Xbox 360 version mainly because we don't have a good way to stream the PC. True version. And even though probably everybody out in the arena right now is probably playing the PC version right now. Yeah, Left 4 Dead is a big game here at the arena. This version, is it, is it exactly similar? I think it's the exact same I don't know. I'm format of this. I know John plays both. Mm-hmm. Exact same game? How's it compared to the 360 versus PC? Is it the same game? Don't don't give me the. I All right, he's going to start up the Left 4 Dead server. Uh, CC Cosmic Relic says, "Bring it to Gears of War 2," and he will go shoot him in the face. <laughs> he will shoot you in the face only. only in Gears of War 2, not in anything else, because he doesn't he doesn't own the game or something. Unknown device says he's a, he's PC and boo to us for not playing the PC version. Ouch! Last time we tried to stream a PC game, a PC game here, it failed miserably, and we were actually not on the air for thirty minutes because we were trying to stream it. So we're kind of holding off on the PC thing for a little while until we can actually like buy the right equipment to be able to do it. I guess we need a PC, three hundred and sixty, PS three, Wii, everything back here in this room, huh? We can we we can stream everything but the PC. I've got like my little right. you know there's a lot of wires up here. So um if you want to call in and tell us about what games make you scared, you can. You can actually talk to us and converse with the people here live. Friday night gaming on Skype, that's all one word, or one eight 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 FN Game One. You can also uh, actually and somebody actually did this but they left it was four minutes of silence. You can actually call that number at any time. And leave us voicemail, and we'll play it on the air. Oh, yeah. Nice. So. Huh? Okay. The server is officially up. FN Gaming. Friends only match. Feel free to join in. And Left for Dead. And also, I do want to mention that um, we do uh, one of our other uh, shows here on uh, All Games Radio, Dead Pixel Live, which is hosted by Derek Hopkins. I've heard uh, of that Alpha Box. Yeah, you've heard of them. <laughs> and and you've heard of Dead Pixel Live. They're actually doing a Valentine's Day Massacre tomorrow night in Left for Dead. Nice. I believe on the 360. So if you know, this is kind of a warm up for the Dead Pixel Live thing. I got a game when an old school game back in the day when I was a youngin that that was pretty creepy for me. It scared me when I played which, it. Which one would this be? I it was Chaken the Forever Man on the Sega Genesis. I don't know if any any listeners mm. out there remember that game, but that game I, I remember renting it from Blockbuster, and it's a undead character he wears like a little top hat has two swords and he, he travels how, around in the underworld how do you spell that shaken a c-h-a-k-a-n okay the forever man the forever man and it was the noise when he traveled back and forth that was uh, that was so creepy let's see this one that see has, if you get a, a, a uh, screenshot one, of that well I'm, I'm looking for the youtube and, and i just clicked on the one that uh said uh with commentary so i don't know oh, if i want to <laughs> no. I don't know if anybody's ever played that. I don't see anybody making a comment that, of knowing what game I'm talking about. I, That's I'm, why we're looking for I'm it. Showing, showing my age. But it's on the Sega Genesis. You, you guys probably have it on on the Wii. Or 
Or is it download? No, I don't think I've. Yeah, I haven't I mean, heard of that. You haven't heard of that one? Mm-mm. It's a really. It was a really good game. It had potions, spells. I think our internet is actually slow. Is that what I it think is? that's still, what it still is. Still nothing coming up on it. Yeah. Well, YouTube's just not coming up. I was trying to use YouTube. So, so we'll, we'll load up Wikipedia and see if I can get a picture of it or something. Uh, was off, uh, I, see the, I see the box shot. So yeah. let's see if I can get the box shot up here. Uh, show my screen. That was a gr- it was a great game as well. Classic side, mm-hmm. 2D scroller. So there that it is. That is the game I'm talking about. Shotgun. And he, he does look kind of creepy. Yeah. You know? Um, let's see. You were... They actually had a plot. Yeah, I'm I'm impressed. This time, um, it's a pretty creepy plot. The, the premise of it, if you, you if you read it, you see, you are a taxful swordsman. So, uh, though that's a quote from it. Um, martial arts ability. Uh, let's see. So confident is martial. It was a warrior, Shakan, mm-hmm. who was so confident in his martial abilities that he declared even death couldn't beat him in battle. Of course, death appeared and challenged Shakan with a proposition: if Shakan could defeat him. He'd be granted eternal life and a golden fiddle. Actually, I made that a part up. Uh, however, if Chakon was defeated, he'd become Death's eternal servant and also have to play a golden fiddle. See, you, you would lose all the time with this. <laughs> that was, it was the forever man, see? Exactly. Uh, the battle raged on for several days, and the ultimate victory was clear. While, while he defeated event, Death eventually, uh, he was granted his reward. So, uh, are you bringing food onto Who? the set? What are you talking about? I, I didn't know what he saw, and I didn't see it. It was off stage. Food? Who's, are you bringing, bringing food on the stage? I don't see anything. Let's see. Shotgun will be living forever until he destroys the four supernatural evils, Spider Queen, Mantis, Elkenrod, Dragonfly King. So was this scary, scary, <laughs> or scary because it was bad? It w- probably a little both. It was the noise. It was the mm-hmm. shrieks and the sounds, and yeah, it was it, and, and weird. Very mm-hmm. weird, and this, and you, you know, you see the storyline of it, yeah. you're fighting death. But I remember, you know, I turned the lights off and go hide to play this game. That's what made it creepy. Nobody else played this game before. I don't think anybody else. I've never heard person. of it. No, and uh, but if you want to talk to us, uh, and you don't want to actually talk to us, if you want to type to us, if that's the kind of person you are, <laughs> chat.allgames.com. That is our chat room. I'm going to be reading some comments from chat right now. Tiger Claw says Half Life. Was pretty scary at first. You walk through the corridor, see one of those zombie creatures in a room when it suddenly breaks through the glass. Right. Um, fear. Yeah. Fear. And I, I understand the first fear was a little bit more scarier than the fear, too, that's just now coming out. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, Bochikawa says Splatterhouse 2 always Ooh, made me scared. TurboGrafx 16. Yeah. Manhunt and Silent Hill 3 are more recent ones, though. True, true. Um, now, and also, I was actually kind of surprised. Splatterhouse is actually on the Wii Virtual Console. Is it? Yeah. And I was like, wow, did Nintendo put Splatterhouse on the Virtual Console. That was console. a big controversial mm-hmm. game when the TurboGrafx released that first one. Yeah. It got a lot of negative press. But it was a good game. Mm-hmm. Now, I remember a scripted sequence in the, in the first Unreal, the original Unreal. And this was early on in the game because I suck at first-person shooters, so all my... It's always the first or second level is my, my entire experience with a game. But, like, you're going down a, a room and, like, all the lights just start going off when you go down the hallway. Oh. And then you don't know what the hell's going on. That was, that, that was one of my scary ones. Like the scene from the eye yeah. that movie. So we got a couple of people joining up in our Left for Dead game. Uh-oh. Now, now, what is this one? You brought this up. I just grabbed this on the way over. I figured, you know, since we're talking about scary games. 
Sweet. We got five people playing in the game, but we'll see. Let's hold this up to the camera. There we go. Who remembers Friday the 13th? Friday the the 13th on the NES. Beat Jason if you can. It was so bad. I mean, the angry video game nerd (laughs) just spent ten minutes ripping this game apart. This is actually on one of the uh, list of worst games ever. I know. When we do our bad games, this this is going to be one of them. You know, we've, we've... this along with Killer Instinct for the Super Nintendo. Yeah, that's terrible. Terrible game. Terrible game. And he's not here. Again. Where has he been? I don't know. He's avoiding me. Yeah, he's not in chat. Why aren't you in chat? <laughs> Chat.allgames.com. It's right here on the bottom of the screen. So uh, we're going to switch over and just let you see what's going on on our Left for Dead game. FN Gaming on Xbox Live. John says he will shoot you in the face. He will shoot you in the face, even if you're on his team. That's what you need to worry about. So here we are playing Left 4 Dead. This game came out for came out a while ago, and it's it's one of the more popular games. Apparently, uh, the it, the game is best played when you're with a good team group. Yeah, it's a great multiplayer game. Yeah, when you've got a good team. If you have a bad team, not so much. Not so much. It's the, it's the standard 4v4, zombies versus humans. This game took off a lot more than I thought it was going to. I saw it coming and, yeah. and, and thought this looks like a good game. Mm-hmm. But it, it's for PC and 360, it's been it's been huge. And, you know, like this game does it right. So, you know, what happened to, like, Resident Evil-wise, like, you still can't aim and move at the same time. That's, I've, I've played the Resident Evil 5 demo, mm-hmm. and it's, it's they're carrying the same same type of aiming machine mechanism yeah and, and and i'm like i know i th- their their excuse is that it adds to the suspense but it does make it a little bit more edgy but, but, but it, it's like you're fighting the control scheme right more than the zombies i think so too. And, and that's uh, that's to me that's bad game design is you know where you have to spend more time fighting the the game i gotta think more about what i'm doing with with the controls, I gotta mm-hmm. you gotta hold down that one button and move, mm-hmm. and it's it's on the same side as the button you're holding down. Mm-hmm. Now, unknown device, he's a, uh, obviously a new viewer. Welcome. Uh, he says, "Killer Instinct is awesome." I kill you, not really, but I mean, come on. Uh, it's actually uh, it's an inside joke, and since he's not here, I'm going to go ahead and explain. We have a caller. His name is Pen15. Uh, type it out in all caps, and you'll see what it means. And uh, <laughs> he's he's a, he's a good call. He's been he's called a lot, but we haven't seen him a lot. But he has been begging us. To send him Killer Instinct for the Super Nintendo right. because he loves it; it's his favorite game ever. And we were he, taunting him, and he's a good sport. And he's not here, so I can say that, and he probably won't hear this. But he's a good sport, so we continue to taunt him. And uh, so that's why we, uh, that's why we're, we're saying that Killer Instinct is just going to be in there with all the bad games, just right. to just to rile him up because he's not here. Now, uh, did you ever, like, have you played any games that were more like the psychological scary rather than the boo, oh, my God, you know, come get out you, get at you scary? Um, maybe, maybe uh, can, not, what was it, Condemned? Yeah, Condemned for the 360. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of reading on that before it came out, and that was mm-hmm. one I was really excited about because they said it took a lot of the fear um, aspect to it, but it was, um, it was still a first-person view. Mm-hmm. Dark quarters, going down hallways. That got me a little bit. How about? Um, I, I think one for it that I'm thinking about is uh, Return to Castle Wolfstein. Okay, that one kind of mm-hmm. had its 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 creepy moments. Yeah. 
Probably those two. Yeah. The Condemned 1 and 2. Now, I mean, did anybody out there play, this is like an older PC game, but Phantasmagoria. Do you remember that game? Ooh, I don't. The, the, it, was an old, it was Roberta Williams from Sierra Online back when Sierra was cool. He's going to shoot, and B-Money's going to be shooting. Um, Shot B-Money in the face? In the face! <laughs> but Phantasmagoria, Roberta Williams made the King's Quest series, mixed up Mother Goose, you know, all these, you know, like happy, you know, fairy tale games. And then she comes out with Phantasmagoria, which was Sierra's first foray into full motion video. So it was seven CDs. Wow. And it actually had a rape scene in it, which was like, you know, groundbreaking at the time. And, you know, it was like, oh, my God. And stuff, but it was it was one of those like creepy, scary rather than boo jump out you jump right. at you scary, and uh, so I didn't know if anybody had played that. I have not played that. I'm like you on the uh, f- with your first person shooters. I'm the same way with PC. I, I haven't mm-hmm. been a big PC guy. Yeah. I've played some of the ones that cross over, but I have heard of that. I have not seen it. Inologic says he got it at Goodwill about for five bucks a few weeks ago. The ins- original box with all the inserts and everything. Nice. Back when they actually put cool stuff in the box. Yeah, I remember those days. Was that? Was that? You said seven disc. What is that? Seven CDs. Seven yeah. CDs. Yeah, so it was like a book. Had to be a it was a. It was a CD booklet. And here I am making hand motions, saying, "Oh, it's a TV show, and we're showing gameplay, so you can't see my hand." Here, I'll. That was a so, PC game with seven discs. That thing was probably as big was as a dictionary. This big, and it was screaming for Excedrin. We'll go back to your game now. Actually, we'll go back to I accidently hit the wrong camera, so we're going to get this guy. Uh, so you can see who's playing. There he is. This is the guy who is shooting you all in the face. Meet him. There he is. <laughs> the guy at CC Cosmarella says, talks the smack. Talks the smack. Now we're going to go back and uh, show you some more of uh, Left for Dead. Uh, I actually saw like they sh- they were showing this off at E3, and I could have gone in to see it, but um, once again, it's you know me and you know not really wanting to be scared. I mean, we see what happens to rock band pedals when I get scared, um, <laughs> right? So I didn't go in to see it, but everybody that saw it at E3 said this is going to be huge. This is going to be huge. I'm like, it's just another survival horror game. Don't we have so many of these? And mm-hmm. this one just it looks like it did. A lot it of looks like right. a lot of other ones, but it's it has made it. It's been what it's been out for approximately two months, maybe not even that long, and it's um, it's still holding its value. We've mm-hmm. we've got it on the shelves. Havoc nine seven eight. Havoc nine seven eight asks a great question. Why didn't Bobby just draw on the screen how big it was? Okay, so <laughs> it was. Um, you, you see this arrow? Okay, imagine this times. Six hundred point and two point three. Yeah, that's how big it was. That was huge. It was huge. There, my telestrator. Your John Madden machine. And and now, if you look on this, um, there's a guy here, and he's and he and, he, and he's singing "Kill the Tank." It's oh, he's down. And so now he is happy. See, I'm going to draw a smiley face. There's my smiley face. He wants to heal himself, which is what you, you know, you get a med kit here. Draw a med kit on the screen with a little plus sign. There we go. We've got a med kit on the screen. He's all set. Up on top of the train. It's like an old lunchbox. <laughs> well, hey, come on. It's, I'm only in first grade. <laughs> 
But it says Left 4 Dead came out in November. So it's a, it's a little yeah. older than we yeah. thought. Yeah, no, it, it, was no, it was a November game. It came out right. along with every, everything else that came out at that time, you know, Fallout 3, Fable 2. And it was, you know, November is like one of the two times of the year game companies like to release games. Right. Um, the other, the March, other one being March. March. The other March, one being March. Yeah. yeah, so it's like March and November, and then nothing else matters apparently. Right. March has got some good stuff coming through. Mm-hmm. Now, see, the, the object of this game is that you, you need to fire this way, and you need to pray that there is a zombie here. That's my zombie. And then you want blood to splatter out of them. So this is uh, this is the object of Left 4 Dead right there. And that, now he's got a smoker, which basically means that they... Probably got an achievement unlocked for doodling. Yeah, do I get an achievement? So there's all the smoke around the smoker scene. This is what happens when we get bored. So why don't you call us? And tell us about your scary games or what scary games you like. Because, you know, obviously it's Friday the 13th, so we think of scariness. And Valentine's Day is tomorrow, which also invokes scariness. Yes, it does. Because if you get something wrong, (laughs) it's very scary. Right. There's a list of games that can fall into the category of what we're talking about. we got Friday the 13th, Mm -hmm. Left 4 Dead, Dead Rising. Yeah. Not not to keep up with the the zombies, but Mm -hmm. Resident Evil's. Yeah, well, zombies There's are the easiest one to do, you know. Right. And I'm surprised Tedekin isn't here. I don't see Ted here because he's huge in, like, I mean, he's probably out watching. He's probably at the movie theater because he's huge into those movies and stuff. Like, you know, he's seen Saw 5, like, eight, 83 times or something right. like that. And they've got a new Friday the 13th That's movie probably where out. he is. That's probably where he is if it came it's out It's a Michael tonight. Bay yeah. version this time. Oh, wow. So, so there's gotta be explosions? Yeah, it's gay. <laughs> is there a Terminator in it? Probably. <laughs> It's got to have a little of everything. It's Michael Bay. Kulik says Alone in the Dark. Alone in, in the Dark. Yeah. Yes. I remember. And was was that the one that like looked really like it was like all polygonal like on the Super Nintendo as well? And it was like, wow, look at the graphics. Look at the 3D on the Look at the – now, see, we didn't call it 3D back then. We called it virtual reality. Yeah, we thought this was it. Mm-hmm. When, some, when we went from 2D to 3D. It was all virtual reality. Oh, see, Tiger Claw, the movie nerd here, is uh, actually it's produced by Michael Bay. Oh, well. He didn't direct it since it's made by his production company. I said by, so I'm, I'm, yes. we, we slid by on technicality. Yes, technicalities. And he'll pr- he'll give you a link to back that up. Yeah, I bet it's Mr. Google Tiger Claw. Yeah, it's Mr. Google, yeah. And he'll probably have a better chance than we did trying to get YouTube to load. <laughs> probably. For shaking the His production game. company is also planning a Nightmare on Elm Street remake because obviously we don't have any new ideas anymore. We just want to remake the old ones. There's been a ton of remakes lately mm-hmm. on movies. Some of them are good, some of them better than the first one, some of them are terrible. Yeah. I, heard, I even heard there was a Titanic 2 coming. <laughs> it came back and then it sank again. Came back up. In a world. <laughs> Yep. My scary game is Big Rigs. Big Rigs. Yeah, see, we're, I, was, I was trying not to go for the, the so so bad they were scary to play. That's you know, because like, then huh? you could say that Showgirls was a very scary movie. You know, because <laughs> that was one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. Right. Friday Night Gaming on Skype, one eight 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 fn game one You can join in on the silliness, and you can bring up another topic. We don't care. I mean, we're not – we don't have a set thing for tonight. We don't have any guests. I mean, you know, Harrison – 
was very very enjoyed his time. Harrison Crick's last week on the Portal Gun. The Portal Gun he, guy. He, uh, it, and he was actually telling me that was the first time the Portal Gun has ever left the house. Wow. We we had the Impressive. the first time exclusive. Yeah, we had the exclusive of it leaving the house, and he said he'll come back. Yeah, he was yeah, not he was scared to come away. back with a possibility of five of them. And he, and he was going to come back if he finishes the Bioshock costume, right? And if he can fit it all Big in his Daddy. car. <laughs> um, yeah. Very cool. But tonight we got nothing. Nothing going on. It was, this is no. more listener audience based tonight. Yeah, what they want to do and talk right. about. Which means you can call in and just derail us on anything. Uh oh, that's opening a whole lot. I know. Of, well, you know, that's uh. I mean, I, I have the right to hang up on you, but you can try to call in and derail us. Turn the phone off. <laughs> I could do that. I could. T- it's right here. So uh, FN Gaming is our Xbox Live gamer tag. You can join in on the game and have our uh, person who's going to threaten to shoot you in the face play, and you might be able to see your gamer tag on the screen right True. here. Get a screenshot. And then we've got vomiting, which. Hey, Bloodshot Robot is on. Hey, yeah, Blood. Uh, yeah, and he has the game. Bloodshot Robot, he has the game. And, yeah. See, this is. He's going to vomit. There's the vomit. Get him invited in. Bloodshot Robot from the Super Happy Fun Time Show here on All Games Radio. CJ Offord says he can't shoot anymore. He's a zombie. He will claw you in the face. <laughs> Claws in the face. Claws in the face. Arr. Oh, wait. That's a pirate. Pirate zombies. That would pirate be. Pirate zombies. Pirate zombies. A pirate ninja zombie. That would just a be pirate amazing. pirate ninja zombie. That's almost a oxymoron. This is it? what happens when nobody calls in. We start talking about pirate Rambling ninja zombies. Pirate ninjas. And, and watching some people play video games. So what games were uh, some of the games we are going to be trying to get? We are going to be trying to get Street Fighter Four in here this month. Uh, Killzone Two, right, is coming out. Uh, we're going to be trying to get Halo Wars in here. Got a lot of good stuff coming. There's actually a game I really want to run uh, that I re- would have run tonight if it wasn't Friday the Thirteenth. What's and that? I haven't seen it, uh, I, or I haven't played it. I've seen it, uh, but it's the Sonic's Ultimate Genesis Collection. Yes. Have you now? Have you played around with this one? Yes, I have. Um, the, this is Xbox 360 collection and, of, and it's misleading because the title says Sonic's uh, Genesis Collection, mm-hmm. thinking that it's just a bunch of Sonic the Hedgehog, you know, Sonic One, Two, Three, Three mm-hmm. D Blast, but it's actually forty different really good games. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it even does like the, the smoothness filter or something to make it look better yeah, on it's HD em- TV. It's, it's really emulated well. It's in mm-hmm. HD, mm-hmm. of course. So being that it's you know, in 16-bit setup, they've squared off your screen mm-hmm. and emulated it well with a nice menu and mm-hmm. nice save features. But the games in there are really good. I mean, it's got all the fantasy, all the Genesis fantasy stars, right? The Streets of Rages, yes. Um, the Golden Axes, it's got Golden Axes, like it has um, 20 Sonics. It's got almost <laughs> every Sonic that was on Sega. Um, Alex Kidd. Mm-hmm. Columns, if you're into Columns, that. Columns, yes. That's a very scary game right there. There's a couple other ones that were um, that are on there, but it's it's got a really great list. It's it's all the really, really good stuff. The, but, the flickies. Mm-hmm. But see, what I would like to do is actually get that running here 
and also have a Genesis in here and have people the maybe same game? and have people play the 360 version and then play the Genesis version and we see what's different. Yeah, see I how well it was emulated. Good. And we probably would have done that tonight, but it was Friday the 13th, and I kind of wanted to do something for Friday the 13th because if we didn't, people would be like, "Why didn't you do anything for Friday the 13th?" Right? Then Bobby. they would call in. They call in, being all upset, complain and whine. And, but then we would have gotten callers. Yeah. See, we're not getting callers when we and do what they maybe want. We should put like. Maybe we should put Superman 64 on there. Right, or E.T. Or Has anybody bought Superman 64 from you? Because we, we did say that if they didn't want us to show it, they could buy it for you from, from you for 8 bucks. Very true. We, uh, we still have it hanging on the wall, right. I do believe. How much? Uh, $5 for Friday the 13th. Is that mm-hmm. what this is? Yeah, and it's, this was Susie's. That evidently was Susie's. Susie she wanted wrote to make sure it. that mm-hmm. we knew that it was hers when she traded that in. That's what we did back in the day. Yeah. Everybody wrote on their uh, cartridges. I know, which was great because, uh, you know, when, when, because, well, I mean, I, I didn't write them. I did mark them. Right. And uh, when I was a kid, and this is a sad story, and this, it's not a scary story, but it's a sad story. Um, I had a, a Spanish class, and we did a project at my house, and I had Game Boy. I had a, this is the original fat Game Boy. This was I was in you know freshman in high school or something like that, and I had about like eight or nine games for it, and I had them all in a pack. And during this time, um, one of them I guess found it and decided to dump all the games into his backpack. But I barely played my Game Boy, so I didn't re- realize this until three or four months later that they were all missing. Out. Yep. And then I went to uh, a, a, it's a shop that's not around anymore, Swap USA, which was one of the original That was a good good, good was, place to it go. It was the original one and I went over there and I actually looked in their Game Boy case and all my games were sitting in a row <laughs> over there. But it was long enough that you know, I, I think like the pawn shop rules didn't apply yeah. and stuff like that so I couldn't he was like you're more than welcome to buy them and I'm like I already bought them once. Yeah, right. So, but it was since uh, since I didn't realize it happened, but that was the only time it could have happened because they were the only people that were in my room when I wasn't there. Uh huh. And any time, and none of them fessed up to it. But that had to be why we were doing that back. Because I, I remember I wrote on um I wrote on some mine mm-hmm. on the back, and we don't do that on our um, on our discs anymore. We're not writing on our games. Some people are. Some people. computer arena does. They do big CA. Yeah, because I see it. It's more like an advertisement logo. Yeah. That way, when when you try, <laughs> that way when people get the game and then they take it to you, you know. That, yeah, we would do kind of right away. Like, where did you get this again? So, uh, and that's also a good question. What what did uh, people write on their cartridges back in the day? Right. You know. Everybody or did you mark those huge blockbuster p- stickers? That yeah. Sixty-four games. We get them all the time where people will write their names or, or the, not their names, but the title that, on the top. Which remember, would be nice, yeah. Yeah, remember when you set them down in there? It yeah. was the only Nintendo game that didn't have a top label. You're right. Nintendo, Super Nintendo had it. it. Unless it was a game by Jaleco. Yeah. Because they would put their company name on the top label, so you wouldn't know, okay, is this base is loaded? No, that's yeah, not base is loaded. Yeah, very true. On the, and then, yeah, the Nintendo definitely did that. Those guys. I mean, I see that a lot because I, go, I look in your store, and I'm, like, looking at it, and, like, Jaleco, oh, probably bases loaded. No, it's not bases loaded. I'm afraid, you know. Right. <laughs> and then he colored them different colors, orange and white and red. Now, D5T, I don't understand. My mom polished my PC games when I was little with Pine Sol once. <laughs> Face palm. <laughs> okay. I don't understand. Were these like the floppy disks? They were dirty games. Or the or were they CDs or were they cassette tapes? They went beep. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a little dangerous. 
Now, CC Cosmic Relics wants us to talk about God of War 3. He's excited about that. He's excited about God of War 3. They released a full motion video trailer. Yeah. Pre-rendered trailer, and everybody's going insane over it. And I'm sorry. You know, I know maybe I'm sounding like a Microsoft fan bot in this, but... I don't know that I've seen this this trailer. You you haven't seen it? I I guess I'm going to look for it, I guess. I I picked up God of War 1 Mm -hmm. after I heard a relation between that and Heavenly Sword. Now, I played all the way through Heavenly Sword and liked it. I guess Mm -hmm. I'm... It's a 50-50. A lot of people like it. A lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. But when I heard that God of War was closely you know, related in the same genre, the same feel, I, w- I went out and grabbed up a God of War 1 and started it. So I'm, I'm a little interested to see how it's going to be on the PS3. Let's see if this has the... Yes, this does have But the, I have not seen this trailer. Okay, well, give me a second. I'm going to pull it up here for everybody to see here on the screen. Nice. Make CC Cosmic Relic happy. Yep. As I re- readjust, it says this may be inappropriate for CC Cosmic Relic. Yeah, I know. I already had to give it my birthday. <laughs> so let's see what. Uh, here it is. Nice. God of War Three. So basically what we're seeing for the audio podcast is there's a bird pecking at the side of a mountain. I got, oh, I don't believe that was a mountain. Oh, no. And there goes Kratos. And Kratos is now running at a lot of people and throwing his flame whip. It's in my blood. It's in his blood. They turned into skeletons when it was over there. He just pulled a Prince of Persia move. Wow. Isn't he from Gears of War? He, he almost looks like the guy Roach from Heavenly Sword. Has brought me or Gears of War. They're going to all pile on, and I bet they're going to fall. Yep. Saw that coming. Yeah. I hope for nothing. Some boxing gloves right there now. sitting on the back of the guy's head just slamming into it. <laughs> it's my commentary. This guy does look a lot like Roach from Heavenly Sword. Heavenly Sword? You mean God of War with boobs? That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Wow, this is getting, this is getting a little far here. He just jumped on a bird and wanted it to fly away, and he started thrusting his sword into it. That is a lot of stuff going on. So this was uh, released today, this morning. 
And uh, now, apparently, to, to be fair, according to um, oh wait, a minute. and he just ripped the bird in half <laughs> as the bird was flying away with you. It's only on the PlayStation Three. It's not on anything else. Wow, so, that was interesting. That was a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, and now uh, to to be fair, what uh, now we're showing Left for Dead. So to give you compare, we we got real gameplay versus the full motion video. Now, what he did say, the the uh, I think it was the producer of uh, God of War three did actually say that all of that was one hundred percent in engine, and they could theoretically have Kratos being controlled by the player in that entire scene. Wow, that's the number one question is. Even between th- cut scenes and, and real time play, even though you know it was th- what they were saying is, uh, it, it, or, uh, even though that was actually you know pre rendered, pre scripted, right. and everything, they said that it was possible for Kratos to actually be controlled by the player in those all those scenes, in those maneuvers, and all those maneuvers. Wow. So uh, you know, and I don't know if that's just a one button. If you just mash the square button, and you know, he just keeps attacking and does. Cooler things. Yeah, I noticed that when I started God of War One, that that's uh, it has a lot of the sequence button pushing. Yeah. So that's probably how it would have been for you to rip the bird. Interlogic says bird ripping only on the PS3. <laughs> um, let's see, and I'm going to uh, look. Let's see here. Uh, CC Cosmic Girl says, "Got to throw something out for all the PS3 kids. Haven't done anything for them since Little Big Planet. We're trying to get Killzone too. Yeah, we're trying to get, and we're actually trying to work with Sony on that one." Um, because Sony wants to be our friends, so I'm saying prove it. Right. Um, Since it's a user error. Yeah. Uh, Kazoom says it looks the same as God of War 2. It looks better, but meh. It'll be good, but I don't understand the hype. Um, let's see. Uh, CJ Alford says mountain does not equal dead body. Okay. I guess I was wrong. Um, <laughs> Uh, Game Guru says, if Killzone 2 flops in sales, this game is next in line to save the PS3. I don't think Killzone 2 is going to flop. No. And it's next in line from what? From God of War 3? No, God of War 3 will be next in line after Killzone 2 fails to save the PS3. Because obviously Little Big Planet also failed to save the PS3, even though it's like leading in um, uh, nominations for like the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences. It's got like eight nominations and stuff like that. That was a big. I don't think Killzone Two is going to flop at all. We actually have a caller, so uh, caller, state your name and where you're from. Hey, Glenn. Hey, Black Wolf. It's uh, Jason, Castle Rock, Colorado. Nice and uh, nice and post snowy, chilly tonight. Nice. What's up, Jason? Other than the cold, (laughs) Uh, I've been meaning to call in, but I needed to get something to eat, so that Mm -hmm. helped me back. Pardon. Mm -hmm. Uh, And two asides, um, the. There's no way in hell that could have been something that you would actually see in the game unless it was a completely scripted sequence. Um, it could be a it could be a scripted sequence, and it couldn't be anything else because that was presented as a movie. It was a series of events. You cannot play a game that work that way because when Kratos goes off the screen, how do you know what the hell you're doing? You're just mashing buttons because that's all you do in God of War, right? You just mash the square button over and over and over again. and triangle. With the camera pretty much fixed in one location Mm -hmm. or behind you. Yeah, right. And I don't care what anybody says about engines and the possibilities and it looking that good. It's never going to happen like that unless it's completely scripted, which would ruin the entire point. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> I hate marketing. Okay, enough of that. And to everybody that I was talking to earlier about dinner, save your money. Don't get pasta from Pizza Hut. Go for Stouffer's. It's better. Okay. Pasta from Pizza Hut. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 don't, I, you don't believe the hype in the Tus- Tuscan pastas? <laughs> I give it an honest shot, and uh, Stouffer's is better so far if you're not savvy enough to make your own, which I'm not, so I, I'm happy with that. Now, I did hear something, speaking of, speaking of food, because I'm a big guy, and obviously, as you can see me, I'm a big guy. Trust me. Uh, you can't see me under the screens. But um, apparently I learned that Papa John's tomorrow, this is a good tip for you people. They're doing heart-shaped pizzas tomorrow. <laughs> wow. So if you don't, don't want to get anything else for your sweetie, get a heart-shaped pizza from Papa John's. I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't that's know if I'd recommend getting your, your sweetie a oh, heart-shaped I, I pizza. I recommend yeah? it. Yeah. Just say it was from me. And it'll be so good for the heart. Oh wait, oh, well, oops. You can tell her you thought about it while you while you get her a pizza. So, what did you really want to call about? Um, the initial reason that I had to call that was Friday the Thirteenth. Scary games. Woo. Mm-hmm. So, what games made I you scared? The there are two very distinct things of my gaming history that mm-hmm. are scary moments. The first one was the very original Doom. Um, mm-hmm. Back when I, I was playing it, when I was oh god, I don't even know how young I was nine, eight, mm-hmm. maybe ish. Um, was playing the demo, E one M four Command Center. I will always remember this sequence. I was um, there. There's the the bunker maze, which is pretty much pretty close to the very end of the level, where you're going through the the narrow hallways, sharp corners, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm all by myself. My uh, Parents are out for a little, for just a couple minutes. I'm playing the game all by myself. I'm sitting in front of the computer. Uh, speakers are turned up. I'm running through the corridors, and I'm hearing the bulldog growl over and over and over. And I'm not thinking too much of it. Okay, there's a bulldog. Let's do this. Um, I don't know how well I, I've played this so much, so I have the map in my head as I'm talking this out. I don't know if anybody else can really do the same. There's one long section connecting the corridors. Uh, with a break in the middle where some monsters usually come out and start kicking your ass. Uh, so I'm hearing the bulldog growl and growl and growl. I go down that corridor, and I didn't even see it come around the corner. It was just kind of suddenly in front of me, biting me. I scream, jump up, press escape, and run out of the room. <laughs> and for the next couple of years, it was very scary to play that level again. It wasn't until I've come back to it now that it's on Xbox Live that I just laugh when I go through it now. Yeah. Wow. And this game was what again? Doom. Doom. The original okay, Doom. Doom. Right, right, right. Episode 1, Level 4, Command right. Center. That's, that is probably my earliest game that made me scared memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one, Fatal Frame. Fatal Frame One, Fatal Frame Two that's a are probably good the example. scariest games I've and that, ever. And that's more the psychological scary than yes, the. Yes, that's boom. what we were looking for as an example. Whenever, whenever this subject has come up before, the things I've told to people is that there's two different kinds of games. There are thriller scary games, and there are horror scary mm-hmm. games. Resident Evil and games like that are thriller. There's, it's it's a lot of you know a lot of scary things coming out coming out at you, and you're having to fend off, and they're hurting you, and blah blah blah. That, that's thriller. It keeps you going. Mm-hmm. But there's also the horror scary games like Fatal Frame that will just creep you the fuck out. will jump right in front of you. The mm-hmm. ghosts will be screaming in your face. 
Oh man! <laughs> now, didn't didn't Fatal Frame claim to be based loosely on actual events or something? Was that the yes, series that it, claimed that? Yes, there are a couple of uh, Japanese myths that the that all three of the games are very uh, very loosely based on uh, the, the on actual camera, camera obscura. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth one is coming out for the Wii, and I really hope they bring it stateside because I really want to see what they can do with the Wii controls. Yeah. Yep. I can't say I was ever scared of Pac-Man, Blackwolf. I yeah. See, I, I just I just drew, I drew a Pac-Man ghost on the screen here and saying boo and seeing if I could make him scream like a little girl and run out of the room. Oh no no! no it sorry. did not work. To me, playing a game or watching a movie that I knew that was based on an actual event um, does it for me. Makes makes it a whole lot more intense. It's always fun to go back and if you can actually find uh, a book or any kind of a story on the subject, it's great to play through their interpretation and then see what it was meant to be, what it was meant to do. How closely related it was. Yeah. And what creative liberties they decided to take with it. So did so did you play Shaken the Forever Man? Am I the only one here? I never had a Sega. I don't even recognize the name. <laughs> I am the only one. I'm going to try to find this on YouTube again. That is terrible. I'm gonna see if YouTube.com is gonna cooperate with me. And it's funny because we have it, you know, we have it in the store, and we've had many people go over and pick it up, look at it, and ask what it was. It's like, was this? Was there only five copies of this pressed, or what? What happened? I thought it was a pretty cool little. Try to get a YouTube. Oh, okay, YouTube actually works now, so I'm gonna. But this was the one with. Uh, let's see. Is this commentary? That's the one with commentary. I don't want to actually show the. Let's see. I'll do this one. Okay. Horrible intro. They must be. Yeah. Unfortunately, Jason, you're on the phone, so I'm just going to warn you. You're not going to actually be able to hear it on the phone um, because I'm not that cool to have that much going through the phone. Um, so That's CNN technology. And that is CNN technology. <laughs> I do we not have. We have got no holograms <laughs> up in this Friday night gaming. Soon. As soon as that <laughs> PayPal button gets up, mm-hmm. you'll be able to hear it from That's the right. phone. And if I turn my speakers back on, it'll echo. It'll double through the stream, won't it? You heard that little? You heard that? That was it. Oh, see, he's actually recording. That? Yeah, but he's recording. I think. It, oh, this also has commentary. What's it? With all these people putting commentary over the sh- over the game. I don't want to hear your commentary. God, anybody have direct feed from this? <laughs> Let's see. Let's try this one. This might be somebody just playing it. Yeah, I'm looking for one that's just direct feed from yeah. it. I mean, if it's going to, now, see, now, now I think YouTube's down again. Yeah, now here we oh, go. Here we go, here we go. Does this one have lame commentary? Uh, Spirito? Yep. Heter Shaken, och kom till... Yeah, see, he's got him talking over it, too. Come on! <laughs> Sega logo fun. With with commentary, da, 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 look at wow. all these. It's all with commentary. Tech demo, let's see. Dreamcast short tech demo unreleased. Hmm. Let's see. Now, see, I haven't seen this. All right. That was, that was all it. right. That was awesome. That needs to be a little clip that we use all the time now. Um, <laughs> let's watch that again. What? <laughs> 
That is awesome. That that is why none of you guys have ever seen Chaken, yeah. I guess, the Forever Man. It, it's a two second yeah. trailer. <laughs> I didn't even know it came to the uh to the Dreamcast. It said No, it's it's an unreleased tech demo. Okay. I guess the Dreamcast died before before they, they got see. that release. Foot this is another, is this another one. Another one just like this? Here we go. There we go. <laughs> this is not scary, dude. I don't, I don't know what to say now. This is know. not scary. <laughs> Things are different from when you're younger. You revisit it and laugh. But that doesn't mean it didn't traumatize you when you were a kid. That's right. I was young when I played this. And it was the, it was the background, the noise lightning and all you know this right here you know it almost looks like a this is just look at what we can animate this is a david hasselhoff workout video is what this is. killer yacht <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm bored now, see, now. i'm bored now this doesn't this look just as good as god of war 3 yes see he may not have snapped a bird in half but that was great and that was real time, probably play too. Right. That was yeah. probably you could probably do everything in that game that he just did. Yeah. I hate you people who Father think I want to see your commentary. That's that is funny that there's demo uh-oh, update, update no with commentary. with commentary no. My first WP. Jason, are you in the car again this time, bud? No, no. <laughs> You had it delivered, that's right. Yep. I should have run out and picked it up, and then I could be my usual self with Bobby and his shows. Now, is this... This this is a... Must be a bootleg game. That looks something. like a bootleg fighter or something, if it's versus. Oh, my God. But that's the character right there. I mean, that... That's what he looked like. This is interesting, what the hell is this? <laughs> it's not Mugen, is it? Wow. Oh, my God. This, see? you telling me that that wasn't some scary stuff, right? It's just a skull, dude. <laughs> Come on, we got zombies over there right? on that screen right there. and you're Yeah, but the 16-bit, this was, you 16 know. 16-bit zombies. This, this was real to me. I have to say, I, I've never seen this, though. I don't know who, who's doing what. There's not a whole lot of fighting. It's a Mugen, is what this says. Uh, what people are saying. Create your own fighting game. Hooray. Right? Oh, it's a Mugen, huh? Mm-hmm. You could use any That was only character. six hits? That was only six hits. Did you see how many times he got hit there? Oh, nine hits now. Okay. Okay. I'm bored of that. That was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Let's play Chuck on. Does this this one? This is the guy that has the commentary, doesn't it? Anything that says "Let's play" will likely have commentary. Yeah, because I don't want to play with you. I want to watch you play. Um, no, I I, I don't think uh, anybody cares about Chuck on enough to show us gameplay that does not have <laughs> they, they commentary over nope. it. Sorry, man. 
So you are the only one that's actually played it, other than people who like to talk a lot. Yeah, it's three people on YouTube that's mm-hmm. played it along with me, and they like to tell you. They wanted to make sure that, you, that we knew that they played it as well. Because, I mean, people who talk over gameplay uh-huh. are idiots. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know anybody who, who would actually talk over uh, people. Oh, hey, how you guys doing? Hey, Bobby Blackwolf here and, uh, with Glenn. Hey, how you doing? We got What's gameplay on? on over here. Is that game? Oh, that was that's John over there, Mister. I get you in the face. John will get you in the face. Let's see. I can probably do a picture in picture here. Let's see. Uh, I could show you John. There he is. He's gonna get you in the face. His gamer tag is "get you in the face." Yes, he's gonna punch you in the face. There he is. And he wants to screw Bill. <laughs> Just run. Thank you. Is that talking about Bill Gates over there? Yeah, what I don't know. Talking about? Yeah. yeah, screw Bill Gates. <laughs> Tiger Claw is going to try to find some proper videos. Tiger Claw. Tiger Claw is going to try to find some proper videos of Shotgun. Thank you very much, Tiger Claw, because. Uh, we can't find. We can't find any, and uh, it's because we suck at the Google. Your Google foo is not strong. It enough. is not strong right? enough right now. So uh, actually, you know, while you were talking, I'm going to actually uh, scroll back up here and uh, try to see because people were talking about uh, Killzone Two right when you started calling. I'm going to scroll up and try to read some of these chat comments. Chat.allgames.com. Um, DC Nate says I need a tablet for my telestrating. I think I think there's a charm in me doing it with the mouse and a having tablet. it look horrible. You know, like one of those tablet right. things, you know. A little stylus pen. Yeah. Um, there's something in you're doing it with a mouse, Bobby. I don't know that I'd call it charm, though. I think I'd call it charm. <laughs> and uh, you need to shut up or I'm going to hang up on you. Oh. Uh, so uh, we do actually have somebody else that is called in. So uh, I'm going to take this. Uh, what's your name? Where you're calling from? Hello. Okay, well, I guess he'll chime in. His mic's muted or something. Or he doesn't Call really. Echo 123 <laughs> to test your microphone. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, yeah, the, the PS3, uh, actually, I think Shadow Next Gen was uh, the one saying it, that uh, there were no PS3 games in the NPD Top 10 for January. Wow. And so that's why uh, the, Don, the Don and Mike Prophecy says that uh, the... God of War three stuff was released to cover up bad NPD numbers, and that's so now we're you know instead of talking about how bad Sony did in January, yeah. we're all talking about how great God of War three looks. Right, but don't forget the PS three is going to win by the end of this generation. It is. It's going to be the top of the list. No, no, you don't understand. Okay, you got to listen to the, the crayon eaters over at Sony. Um, yeah, I'm really going to get help from Sony after yeah. saying this stuff, aren't <laughs> this is I? Going to work. They actually released a statement saying, we are the leaders in this console generation. Why? Because they don't actually think the Wii exists in the console market. In that genre? No, it just – they they don't consider the Wii a competitor. So the the Wii doesn't exist. I see the Wii as being a a secondary And then And and then the Xbox 360 is not reliable. Therefore, it can't be the leader. So there's only one left, the PS3. They're the leaders. Hooray! <laughs> one by Hooray. elimination, huh? Mm-hmm. I would have to say I'd agree with one part of the Wii. Be- I, I, mm-hmm. I, the Wii's got to be a secondary unit. That's like um, mm-hmm. that's not your like main 
console. If you're a gamer, you have the Wii as a secondary, as not not necessarily a backup, but mm-hmm. that's not the only console you have. And if it is, then you're gonna have to get something. There's a problem with that, Glenn. What's that? The Wii has games. <laughs> Yes, the PS3 yes. has movies. Are you sure Wii that those are games? games? Are you sure that they're games? I mean, I mean, they're mini games. Maybe you know what the Wii remi- you know what Wii games remind me of a Creed album. It's like every game that comes out on the Wii is almost the same same thing. I mean, there's some, there are some good games on the Wii that I really like. Right, I, yeah, I loved a, I love No More Heroes. Yeah, you know that's that's a game that got overlooked a lot. You know, it's a third party title, but it was great. You know, and it's and it did. It was one of those that used the Wii's functionality but didn't overuse it. You know, you, you, you had a sword, but to swing it, you hit the A button. You didn't have to flail around or anything right. like that. It was nice. You know, and I like the Wii games. Like, there are some, even some of the Nintendo games, like Wario Land Shake It. Right, right. Where you actually hold the controller sideways. And you do use the, the accelerometer the functionality, but only in sparing situations. And I like games like that. I don't like, you know, the games that are like, oh, you're a Jedi, so you're going to swing the sword and swing your arm around, and, you know, even though I know you can get away with only doing slight movements. So you, um, didn't, you didn't like cooking Mama then, right? No, I'm not a... <laughs> I, I don't like cooking in real life. Why would I do it on my television? <laughs> yeah, but that's a chicken shoot. Game of the year. <laughs> Kazoom, uh, Kazoom, I don't know if it's Kazoom or Kazoom. I'm going to pronounce it wrong, and he'll correct me eventually. Uh, says the Wii, it's his main console. He has over 60 Wii games. I have a lot of games for my Wii, too. That's I his just, main, you know. okay. And, I mean, it, it, there are times when there's a game that comes out on it. Mm-hmm. It is my main console when I'm playing a game. You know, my main console switches based on what I'm playing at the time. Based on what you're into. You know, like when Super Paper Mario came out, I didn't touch my 360 or my PS3. You know, when Smash Brothers came out, mm-hmm. I didn't touch any of those, you know. But when and when Little Big Planet, when I was in the beta, I didn't touch my 360, you know. I mean, it, it, it switches around. Yeah, very true. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Other, other people can call in. We do have Jason on the line, but we can add people to it. Uh, Friday Night Gaming on Skype, one eight 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 fn game one We had someone else call in, and they got intimidated. I, I guess. I've heard you were intimidating on the phone. Yeah. Either that or their mic didn't work. <laughs> Echo123 <laughs> is the Skype. If you're using <laughs> Skype, you can use Echo123, and right. it will have this nice British lady saying, Hello. Welcome to Skype call testing service. I call it like every time, every right. week, so that's how I know what it says. And then you can actually like talk into it and it t- plays back to you and you can You know test if your, your, your equipment is working? Yep. And if you can't figure out how to get it on a normal phone, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know that we have any help for yeah. it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so PS3, Wii, mm-hmm. and 360 Wars, and the PS3 is leading by uh, elimination factor. Yeah. That's very interesting. I don't know if I would have claimed that. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know if I would have waited until the entire um, ratings were out and to be dead and empty to yeah. drop a Trump card down. Mm-hmm. Release some things as you go along to keep it f- yeah. flowing. Well, the Wii, they, they are releasing Punch-Out. That's kind of their card for the hardcore gamers right the, now. The Wii's doing Punch-Out? Wii, they're remaking Punch-Out. Again, and it's going to be what? This is the third different name. Of Punch Out, what well, we had Mike Tyson's Punch Out, right? Then we had Punch Out, which, which was, was basically because Mike Tyson bit some dude's ear off, right? So and, they, and he lost the endorsement. Yeah, so he lost the endorsement, and so everything after it was Mr. Dream, but it was still Mike Tyson. It yeah, was just different character. This is an actual well, new well, Punch Out. That that wasn't uh, was. Yep. I, I do have to ask: Was that you being serious, Bobby? What? Yes, that is the um, truth. 
the the ear thing happens like what five six years after the NES's life. Did it? Uh, the re- the reason why Tyson was stripped out of Punch Out was because he was accused of being a rapist. That's oh, right. That was the first right. one. I am uh, glad you said that because yeah. I. You're you're exactly right. And we just can't have rapists on Nintendo games. No. No, not on the Nintendo. No. It's wholesome. Sony only. Go Pyramid Head. <laughs> oh. Now, did that's did right. Pyramid Head scare you? Uh, uh, Silent Hill. The only time Silent Hill has ever scared me is when somebody else was playing through it at like 3 in the morning. I fell asleep and I woke up when um, the first Silent Hill, I believe it was just after the hospital when the whole town goes Silent Hill. You go up to the screen and uh, uh, what was your name? Not sh- uh, Cheryl? When the, when the daughter's screaming for dad across the multiple TVs. I woke up right as it was zoomed in on a TV, and that creeped me out because it was jarring me out of sleep. But otherwise, Silent Hill, again, that's thriller to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we did get some Silent Hill Homecoming, whereas what some people were saying in chat. I believe that the later games are scarier. I just mm-hmm. haven't played them. Now, now did that. Mike Tyson in Punch-Out scare you? Because, I mean, he could <laughs> knock you out in one punch. I wasn't good enough to get that far. Okay. Well, you could just type the code in. It was like, what, 005373, you know, Justin Bailey, 92, yeah, yeah. you know. Up, up, down, down, up, uh, That's uh, Contra, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, we got a full discussion now going on yeah. on Punch-Out while Mike Tyson got removed. Look, someone says that, oh, it says he also lost his world championship belt yeah. over that issue. Yeah, that's... Yep. And then he bit someone's ear. And then, yeah, a, little, a few more later, he bit someone's ear. Wow. And then, he, and then he just lost. Yeah. Like, he got out of prison, he had a few more fights, and he lost. And that was it. Yeah, that's it. I think he's still trying. No more Nintendo games for him. So I think we got somebody else coming up for Left for Dead. The challenge is out. So we have a new player. What's your name? Where you're from? Jeremy from Powder Springs, Georgia, is joining us now on FN Gaming. That is our gamer tag on Xbox Live. It's a friends-only game, so you can join in on the game uh, and play Left 4 Dead here on the stream. Right here, we've got it uh, right here. Like, uh, if you're watching, that's the game. It's right here. And um, there are many happy people. This is done by his Mario Paint mouse pad. It's right. There's my my smiley face right there. New player Jeremy from Powder Springs uh, still in the same. Uh, you want an alias? I, you can what's, what's your challenge quote? What, 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 what you want to brag or you want to you want to send out a challenge? Send out a challenge to the players. Say, say what you're going to do. You're going to shoot them in the face, shoot them in the leg, shoot them okay, in the nuts. I'm I think he's talking about Valentine's Day tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to get her that pizza shape, that heart shaped pizza from Papa John's tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Bobby says That's she will the love you. Dessert for the end yeah. of the night. Heart shaped pizza. Heart-shaped let pizza. Don't you know? Let her know you're thinking about it. Yeah. With the heart shaped pizza from Papa John's. That's a camera right there. And then the bag of money comes in stage left. Yes. Thanks, Glenn. <laughs> yeah. we, no problem. We're going to zoom in on the camera up here so you can actually see who you're playing. There he is, right there. That's who was oh yeah. Call. <laughs> we got any, uh, ladies. 
all three of you watching out there. Yeah, go ahead and start the game whenever you're ready, man. Go ahead and start it? Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm sitting here waiting. Yeah, you're good to go. I'm good to go. So we got Left for Dead. Blood Harvest is the movie, game, whatever, with with the money, the kai, uh, Kaijudo, and uh, who is the? FN Gaming. Okay. FN Gaming. And Bill. And Bill. And Bill. <laughs> Bill. There we go. So uh, what are we going to be doing uh, for the hardware segment? Because, uh, you know, we, you, you, you take something apart every time. Right. What are we taking apart? Uh, we're going to do a PSP, um, the first model, mm-hmm. 1000. Right. 1001, we're going to show you how to replace the screen, how now, to take the cover off. Now, why would you want to replace the screen for a PSP? Some of you guys out there, drop it, close your door on it, mm-hmm. have it in your pocket, sit on it. Mm-hmm. Screens are very uh, sensitive on the PSP. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of screen replacements in the, in the shop. Mm-hmm. And, and Alan, our, our number one tech over there, mm-hmm. is actually the PSPs and PlayStations are his specialty. So Alan's going to actually uh, assist us with the teardown, and we're going to kind of walk you through some of what it would take for you to replace your screen and your PSP. Mm-hmm. Although we're doing the um, the 1000 model, pretty much goes for... Mm-hmm. The 2000 and 3000 is still an LCD screen, still under the same faceplate. Now, does this also make games play on the PSP? Does it, it allows you to play games, okay. yes. Are there games on the PSP to play? I mean, I've got a PSP. Right. And I think, like, I haven't bought a game since... There's no, I bought one game. PSP. I bought one game since launch. Was it God of War? No, 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 no. I, well, you see, at launch, I, like, I got, like, Luminous and, you know, the, right. those games. Uh, the only game I've bought since launch, really, for the PSP was the Puzzle Quest. Puzzle quiz, you know, and PSP is the bad version. It's got a show-stopping bug in it. Yeah, but I've already bought it, and so I refuse to buy it for the DS or the Xbox Live Arcade or or Steam or anything like that. So I've wasted my money on a PSP game. P- PSP is uh, probably the least system mm-hmm. that's requested or, or, or yeah. games out there. But of course, it's it's made by Sony, so we can't give any bad props to Sony because we're. We're trying to get on their. We're good trying side. to get on their good side, so it's probably the number one handheld console out there right now. Huh? It is the number one. Is that by default as well? It's the number one single screen handheld console on the market. I like that. You like that? Like number that. one. Who needs iPhones? We've got PSP. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> the number one. Nobody screen. uses this to play games. No. Like, oh, no. 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 I don't have Aurora Faint on here, or Monkey Ball, or. Tap Tap Revenge on here? No, I don't. You know what? I've got another. Since nobody's played Shaken, I've got another. Talking about handhelds and things that no mm-hmm. one else knows about. Since I'm, I live in my own little world over here. The GP2X. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Who, who knows about those? I know about the GP2X. Let's see if any of the listeners... Um, what about you, Jason? GP2X. That, I'm mixing it up with a TV that's named kind of similarly. It's definitely not a TV. No. Handheld console has two screens, has a directional pad, regular buttons, Mm -hmm. open source media. Mm -hmm. No one has one. Now, it also has a camera on it, doesn't it? The latest version, the Wiz does. Yeah. Because uh, here here I go um, talking about local stuff, um, you know, because Georgia Tech, one of the colleges here, they do a lot of, uh, you know, they have a gaming department. That you know, the game design curriculum and some of the stuff they do actually uses the GP2X. They actually use it, and they were actually doing some stuff with photos 
where uh, and you know they they actually had a, a thing developed where it used the camera on the GP2X mm-hmm. to play a game, and you you basically hold it up to like a game board and stuff. It was you know kind of like you know Eye of Judgment on the PS3. That's a very like, but they've done some neat stuff. Ripper01 says he has a GP2X. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! There we go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Very good. Because I don't even have one of those. Right? Me neither. Me neither. Hint, hint, Valentine's Day tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell your sweetie. I, I don't want a pizza. <laughs> Interlogic says, just, does the GP2X run BEOS? If it does, I'll buy seven. If not, it's a waste of money. <laughs> B, what? B-E-O-S. B-E-O-S. It's an old, uh, it's an open source operating system. I think it's, it's Linux-based. It's, it's Linux-based, it but, uh, you know. But it, it's, it's, all, it's mm-hmm. all also open source media, yeah. so, I mean, it's possible. You could probably run... What do you need seven of them yeah, for? Yeah, I know. Is there something that you are can you do creating with all seven a, of Are them? you creating a Beowulf cluster of them? <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> we both read slash dot. <laughs> we do. Analogic says not even close. Okay. Not even close. <laughs> the future of the GP2 eggs. There it is. Another yeah. Wikipedia. No, they got another one coming. The, the Wiz comes mm-hmm. out this month in February. Let's check in on our Left 4 Dead game. We're got it. Uh, you are dead, and so I guess now he he's—he was Left 4 Dead. He got and hit now in he's the dancing. Face is what happened? He's he dancing and he's running around and I don't know. Oh, he's watching other people. There's the money. No, we're just commenting on what you're doing. We, what's your alias so we can talk to you without you knowing that we're talking to you? Call you Frag. That was close. That was close. No, sir. So we're going to so take a look at this uh, PSP? Well, we're watching, yeah, we're watching Demoney125, one of our listeners. He's, right. he's been wanting to play one of these games, and he didn't have them. So, and there goes Alan. So, um, and we are all confused. So we're just going to watch uh, Demoney125 actually live, whereas Frag over here on the couch... Mm-hmm. It says the Wiz actually looks pretty damn Yeah, nice. but it's also been delayed. Yes. On the Gripper 01, it's been delayed. Um, so uh, since since we've been on for about an hour, and uh, we have uh, Dunk or Slam in our chat room. Is uh, So what exactly is this show? Do you guys do this every Friday night? Um, <laughs> yes, actually we do. Uh, this is a show. It's called Friday Night Gaming. Uh, it's a production of uh, All Games Radio, but we also it's TV. Uh, and basically, we are at the Computer Arena in Roswell, Georgia. It's a game center, thirteen thousand square foot gaming center, uh, right. over thirty PCs and consoles, um, where you can come and food and beer, everything and everything. Twenty two three sixties, thirty five PCs, there Wii's, we go. PS threes. And uh, CC Gaming, you can we buy. Are here. You, you can buy a. There's a retail store in the back where you can buy console games, old buy, console buy games. Sell trade of like, everything. Like Friday the Thirteenth for the Friday NES, for the uh, which I will we will put, throw we on the screen it. here in a second. A scary game. As I find my mouse, there it is. Friday the there 13th. it is. Friday the Thirteenth. Yes, this was Susie's yes. copy, this and you was. can actually buy it. You can buy Susie's autographed copy. Yes. Are you going to put this one on eBay now that you've shown we, it on the air? And maybe it'll be over for somebody it will buy it. Probably will be. You guys take a good look at this. Look at it in our online store, autographed by go. Susie. There we go. Check that out. There it is. It is on the 
top list of the mm-hmm. worst games yes. ever made. Don't it miss it. $5 right there. You can uh, see it, uh, and, and uh, you know maybe it'll go for $5.01 on eBay now that we've right? shown it. It should, because we're going to start it at $5.01. As, as seen on Friday on Night show. Gaming, FNGlive.net. Uh, and uh, Butchkawa says he wants a plane ticket so he can be here next Friday. And uh, I'm sorry, we, we we don't have the money for that. Maybe that, that's two requests for plane tickets I know. here on, on the show. Get your get yourself here. I have to get myself here. Right, we had to drive over here. Yeah. I, I didn't have to come too far. So as I'm setting up the camera, we're gonna just uh, look back at Left for Dead, and then we're gonna go our, do our CC gaming. Hardware spotlight, where basically uh, this we are actually going to repair a console. This is a broken piece of equipment. That Why don't you great. tell us a little bit what you're doing while I'm fiddling with knobs over here? No comment. This is a uh, <laughs> about like frag guy over there. This is the PSP 1001 model, mm-hmm. and one of the major repairs that we do to this, or that Alan does. Alan's our PSP specialist. Um, is a broken screen. These things come in with broken screens, uh, disc read errors, UMDs not reading, broken disc, uh, UMD doors. These things are just way too small for my hands. I can't do it. Alan's the genius behind it, and he's going to show you how we um, open these up and replace the screen. I don't. He, I'm going to have to ask Alan. Uh, is this is the broken one? No, no doubt, right? right. If you get here, let's let's turn it on and back off again for you. I know you guys know what a broken screen looks like, but as we turn it on, we didn't even get any sound that time off of it. Here, I'll turn I'll turn off the light on there this one. There we go. You can hear that it's on, and we don't have anything with the screen. No, so no video. This is not the one that had like the rave. This colors isn't on it. this isn't the raver. No, we had one last week that you saw that. Mm-hmm. That uh, that had nothing. You could actually press it, and images moved back and mm-hmm. forth. But this is a, this is a broken screen. We're not too sure if it's a cracked screen or if it's a dead screen or if the backlight's out in it. But either way, it's got a bad screen. Okay. So Alan's gonna actually show you a couple steps, and we'll walk you through it. And for those of you guys that want to replace your screen, you can find screens on. Um, now there's four main screws here. N- now uh, one thing I do want to say: uh-huh. whatever we tell you, you will void your warranty. That is right. And if you screw things up, you're a dumbass. It's not our fault. That's right. You I call Bobby to- on that one. Right, you see, there's, there's, four, there's four main screws we got here. We got the two outer ones right here, here, and you got the two. The one that actually voids your warranty is the one screw. underneath that sticker there. That I already took off. That's I already, already gone. Off. He's already and, voided the warranty. Yes, and then the st- top screw up here. And the fifth screw on the 1,000 models is actually located right here on the bottom of the screen. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, now unscrew them. So everybody that got their PSP like 90% apart and couldn't figure out why the, the top wouldn't come off, it was underneath that sticker there. And uh, I wanted to thank Jason for calling in. We're going to hang up on you now. Oh, thank you. Jason. And there he goes. <laughs> I think he fell off the bed. Yeah. I can't believe they're going to hang up on me. So I don't know how many people have a PSP. 
being it's the mm-hmm. it's the greatest single screen handheld device. The greatest single screen handheld device out ever. today. Out today because we we don't want to forget about the game gear. Mm-hmm. And out of those people to have them, if they've ever had a broken screen, this is what you need to do to fix it. And we are not taking calls until after we have this, the, everything done with this. And then we'll take more calls. Yeah, take co- calls and questions on, um, on the procedure. That was a button that fell out. That was actually a, a trigger. <laughs> a, tri- a trigger. Excuse me, a trigger. This is why Alan's the specialist on PSPs. Mm-hmm. I get my buttons and triggers confused. I didn't grab a flat blade. Alan's actually taking off the... Uh, this wouldn't be a trigger then, would it, huh? This no. would be maybe a button rail. Start board matrix, thank you. There we go. Start button matrix. You're going to have to rep- um, pop it's, this tab It's the up. doohickey. The doohickey here on the bottom of the screen needs to be removed. We're going to use terms that everyone can relate to. Mm-hmm. Alan came unprepared to class. Didn't bring a flat blade. Or, or a butter knife. Or a butter knife with duct taped handle. That's right. Uh, Dunk or Slam wants to ask, so whose PSP is this exactly? Is exactly? This a, yeah. Is this a cu- – or I mean I guess we can't – is it a customer or is <laughs> it a, It's just Ken. This, is, this, this Ken. is Ken. All right. This is an actual work order. This mm-hmm. is one of the, your, your customers. That's right. So we are actually – this is what they do. This is what CC Gaming does. They repair. You have a lot of repairs right now. We are totally slammed. Which is why when you come on the show, you're going to actually do some of your work here That's on right. the show. That's right. We're, we're, we're knocking out some of our work right now. Mm-hmm. We have got probably over 100 360s in for service this week. Mm-hmm. We've got a handful of PS3s, a lot of PSPs, mm-hmm. some DSs, probably 40, 50 PS2s. We are slammed thanks to the Friday Night Gaming. That's right. Friday Night Gaming has made so, us famous. And see, as you can see on the screen, ccgamingonline.com is their website. You can email them. And uh, you can even ship them stuff, and they will fix it. Yeah, we, have a, a fee. Re- we have a repair order on there mm-hmm. under repair order. And you can uh, fill that out, send it to us. You can watch Alan fix your PSP next week. Yeah. So uh, now Guy wants to know, is this more powerful than the Wii? Since PSP? we looked at the Wii last week. Oh, we're getting into the processor uh, and graphics. Cidabria yeah. wants to know where the polyphase subharmonic wave converter is and can the shields be raised? It is right next to the muffler bearings. Okay. And yes. <laughs> Very good. Here we got the old screen. Okay. Or the screen that does not work. The old. This is the old one. It's the one that just came out. Mm-hmm. Um, does it look like it has any physical cracks? I'm holding it up to the microphone here. Yeah. It doesn't look like it has any cracks or um, anything that maybe come into contact with it. Maybe right there there's a, there's a small hit. Mm-hmm. But um, nothing other than that physically seen on it. So it's either a bad screen, backlights out. The cheapest way to go, even if the backlights are out, is, is to do a screen replacement. Alan has over here the new screen. Which looks a lot like the old screen. Mm-hmm. Except it works. Except for it works. Right. Now, how much does one of these new screens cost? Um, through, you can actually find a PSP 1000 screen in the $30 to $40 range just for the part itself. Mm-hmm. Give or take some shipping if you're, you know, 
you're individually, if you're doing this by yourself, um, a fix it yourself thing. You can find them on eBay. You can uh, you can actually get them through us. But they range from thirty to, to forty bucks for the one thousand one model. Some of them have an anti-static point mm-hmm. when they get shipped to you. Alan's already removed it, but they'll mm-hmm. solder it here to keep it from the the static. Mm-hmm. When you, as you're putting it back together. So what are you doing over here now, right now, Alan? Uh, what I got is actually there's two different, uh, as you can see, two different cables. You've got the main screen cable, which shows all the images, and this is actually the backlight cable that gives it power to show what the screen is actually putting on. Mm-hmm. And these are your two main cables. You just put them in and fold the tabs down on top of them. And that's your main screen turn on? Yes. Take off every zig. <laughs> you know what you're doing. Yes. One thing to remember... When you're putting this thing back together, its fingerprints are terrible. Up underneath this front face, mm-hmm. if you touch, you can see all the fingerprints on the outside. But if you touch underneath this inside or touch the LCD screen when you're going back on with this, any dust as well, mm-hmm. everything will show when the system's off. Now, is this one of those that you have to worry about bubbling, or you don't have to worry about the bubbling on this screen? Because I, I know, like, with because I, I actually did a long time ago. I did the afterburner mod for my Game Boy Advance, and I had to worry about bubbling on the screen when I put in the light on the original Game Boy Advance. Do you have to worry about that with this? Or? Not, not with these. Okay. This is a straight-up um, liquid crystal. There's not... Some of the DS um, touch screens and top screens on the DS have a um, have a, a piece on the top, a layer. Mm-hmm. But as far as these go, no. There is a rubber pad that's actually around the outer edge for uh, that keeps the dust and everything out of. Zoom in here on what he's doing over there. These, can, these things can be very tricky. He's trying to get it. Oh, so that was a good save. He's actually getting the the backlit cable plugged in. It didn't have a good seat now are you able to put a 3000 screen into a 1000 PSP um, no the cables actually sit differently um, uh-huh. while the, the thousand, 1000 2000 sit over here to the left the 3000 is more towards the middle Okay. I think we uh, lost connection to the stream so we lost all our voice for a little bit but we're back now At least we're still recording on Ustream, so. Right. It was just the radio stream. So we're getting these little tedious uh, pieces plugged in. Mm-hmm. Now, Shadow Next Gen asks, isn't the 3000 screen screwed up? Is the 3000 screen screwed up? Yeah, like, is that the one that has, like, the bad, like, it, it does vertical stand lines instead of horizontal and makes some games look bad, or what? Or is that a different PSP? I think the uh, the only difference between our 2000s and 3000 screens are, are the 3000 and 2000 screens totally uh, different, because the, di- the different models between a 2000 and 3000 mm-hmm. was they added the mic and a couple different, you know, features, but mm-hmm. I believe the screens were the same. Then I pretty much made the same. The only thing that was different, the only thing that was different, was the cables gotcha. from the two thousand to the three thousand. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we've seen anything. Uh, we haven't had a whole lot of three thousand screens come in mm-hmm. with any issues. 
What what is he? What example would you you tell about wavy lines glitching out? I, there was uh, I, I well I mean backlights I, going out or something. No, it was more because the screen and even Sony admitted the problem and they're not going to fix it. And I think it might even be it was user error. No, nah, yeah. But, uh, I got to stop. But uh, no, what they were saying is that they had changed the scan the scan lines from being vertical to uh, horizontal to vertical or vertical to horizontal, and so some games that were optimized for the one set of scan lines looked like crap on the new PSPs, and Sony's like, mm, nah, we're not going to do anything about that. Wow. So I don't know if maybe that was a different model than the 3000 or what. I don't know. So we got a question. Um, can we unbrick PSPs? Mm-hmm. Yes, we can. All right. This guy has the 4000 PSP model. Yeah, the Game King. The Game King. That's logic. I don't believe anything he says. <laughs> So what's going on over here now? What it looks like to us is um, this um, PSP screen was straight out of our straight out of the box mm-hmm. with the same problem. Really? Yeah. So we've got a. So do you think that maybe it wasn't the uh, the screen that was the problem? Then maybe, is it a problem maybe inside the PSP? Could be. He's, we're going to check now see if we got some sound with it. Yeah, so we still got so some we have sound. sound. So we yeah, we could have um, an issue where it's a motherboard instead of um, the screen itself. Now there is times that we pull parts straight out of the the box as the defective parts. Wow. Maybe we can. So see, not all repairs go right the first time. Never. So we can check that he can. It's been a. Spend a minute or two over here checking the the plugs on it, and we'll see if that's what's going on. See if you see anything obvious on the motherboard that would have kept the screen from going. Then we'll come back to uh, to Alan. Maybe we can take some questions. Yeah, now, now I think we now we we can uh, I'll switch this feed over. So uh, now we will actually take some uh, phone calls. If you want to call in and ask a ask a tech question. One eight 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 FN Game One or Friday Night Gaming on Skype. Uh, you can call in and uh, ask us questions. Uh, a- ask a CC Gaming questions about uh, fixing consoles or uh, hardware devices, or you know what happens if they can't. Right. So what happens if you can't fix this? Or if somebody has a has an issue of their own that maybe we could fix mm-hmm. over the over the phone. Yeah. What happens if we can't fix this? We have a great replacement plan. Mm-hmm. Um, where you can actually trade in a broken PSP or any console mm-hmm. for that matter and get um, and, and get it taken care of. Yep. Uh, so uh, we do have a we have a call here on the line. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, Bobby. It's Derek H. from Virginia Beach. Derek H. from Virginia Beach. What's up, man? I have a tech question. Uh-oh. Tech question. This is all for you. Take it away. What we got? Uh, I decided. I've decided. I was trying to use a. A, a non-binary tree structure, and I'm having problems traversing it. So instead, I was thinking about going back to just a regular list container. But by going back to the list container, it makes me feel like I've given up on a binary tree because the binary tree is really what I want. I'm just having problems traversing it. Mm-hmm. What you need so to do is what's the best way to traverse a, bina- a non-binary tree with um, C sharp? Well, see, you had the Atari Lynx had the same kind of device that what you're talking about because it would flip the screen. You could either get one of those and plug it into uh, 
your, your PS2 connection or just just hold the thing upside down while you play? No, that'll probably work. Yeah. Bobby, you know about non-binary chief. <laughs> I, I haven't done, uh, and, and I'll, I'll try to actually answer seriously. Unfortunately, <laughs> I haven't done that much traversing of binary trees, uh, so n- not recently. Like, it's all, it's all like I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's all recursion and stuff. But recursion just gets you places; it doesn't return stuff back. So it's like, and and then I was like, do I really need recursion? Can I just? Uh, can I just have it all in like a big giant four next loop? It's, it's weird, it it depends on how how big you want that tree to be. Like well, how, how many it, leaves does it have? Uh, right now, it's it has a probably it's only about a, a depth of maybe like four or five, but each, yeah. but then that way it'll have like three. So all in all, maybe fifteen to fifteen to twenty nodes. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot, but like when you, like in your head, I, it's, it's, I'm having a hard time just wrapping my head around. The way you know, well, you know, in your head when you when you like when you uh, trace a loop in your head, it's like, okay, this goes here and that's gonna go there. Yeah. Where the tree is like all it's of a sudden in the shower. It's it's crazy because you're like, oh, okay, yeah. now I'm here, but now I'm also here, and now I have another note over here. Right. You know, and, and parent-child relationship and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I actually I I haven't touched much with trees recently, uh, especially in C sharp. So. Uh, you saw. Yeah, I do. That's why you're the game programmer, and I just sit here and talk to a camera. And, and I'm correct though. If I went, if I went back and redid this in a list, that would just be that's a, that's a, a punk way of doing it. That's punking out. Mm-hmm. I don't want to punk out. Re- oh, yeah. I have another, We're I have glad another. that Bobby's on this panel tonight. Yes. I have another question. Mm-hmm. Earlier today, I uh, turned on the fan in my house over the over the over the oven. And my receiver blinked off as soon as I turned the fan on. And then later that day, later that day, I turned on a light inside the over in the kitchen, and once again the receiver popped off. Mm-hmm. Now, is it possible that I'm overdoing a circuit or something? Is that is that a just by turning the nothing's really? I haven't really changed anything except I've switched over to a wireless router from a non-wireless router. Could that actually cause uh, me to like overpower? I don't know, drain so much power from the wall that it makes my receiver turn itself off. Does your wife have a hair dryer? I'm not married. <laughs> actually, I, I and you know Do what? You have a hair dryer. See, here's the thing. I I actually have the same problem sometimes, um, where uh, like because I've I've overloaded a circuit so much. I think in my apartment and. Um, when I like when we turn off the overhead fan in my living room, and I I, I, I mean I, I'm, this is why I know that Derek's probably actually being serious with his question. Sometimes like the t- my TV will actually blink off for a second right. and then come back on when I turn off the overhead fan mm-hmm. yeah. and stuff. And I think that is just you have too much stuff on, on that one, one on one circuit. I, th- I think uh-huh. that that that's what causes it because I know I have too much stuff on that one circuit. I've never tripped the breaker. But sometimes, you know, things will just blink off for like a second or two. And do wireless routers use a lot more power than not? I guess they would than, yeah. than a regular router. Yeah. That, that's, that's the only new addition. Mm-hmm. I have another question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a, um, a PS3 and a 360. Mm-hmm. Do I really need a Wii? <laughs> um, only if you really want to play the Mario type games. No. Yeah, then you don't. I have another question. Okay. 
He hosts a video game show here on the radio. So he doesn't get to ask a lot of questions. No, he doesn't so get to ask. This is where he makes up yeah. for all that. That's great. I have an HD DVD player, and I like it a lot, especially now that the movies are really cheap. Mm-hmm. And, but now I'm worried that when my HD DVD player breaks in like four or five years, because it will break, mm-hmm. how am I going to play my HD DVDs? Is there going to be a way for me to. By that time, do you think Blu rays. The Blu-ray disc will have uh, mer- like evolved to be able to play old HD DVDs. I don't think that the HD player and the Blu-ray will ever be compatible with each other because they were two different file formats. Well, no, there there are combo drives out there, right? They, they do. I mean, because but as far as being able to uh, what make one the the old HD player. No, he's saying repaired with a with a Blu-ray player. No, I think what he's saying is, uh, if if I'm understanding it correctly, you know, if your HD DVD player breaks in five years, will you be able to get a new one? Is that kind of what your question is? Will will I will I be will the will will there be a way that I will be able to play my HD DVDs on uh, on like my computer? Like, by that time, will they have made it so that it's all software, so you can just put any? Well, it is. I mean, because I know that I mean, there. I don't. My father actually has a, a, an HD DVD just CD a, a drive in his computer, and it's you know, there's DVD software that'll play the HD DVD if you have that drive in your computer. Right. Um, and you know, uh, and I, I know you probably know this. They still make laserdisc players. So my yeah, laserdisc player still works. I'm not worried about that ever. That's never going to break because it has tubes or something inside. Yeah. I think I don't, I don't think it's ever going to die. Do you still have a beta? No, I never had a Betamax. Oh, man. And you call yourself a movie file. Well, once you have a laser display, I mean, magnetic tapes kind of seem old school. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why you, I don't understand how VHS even came close to overtaking Laserdisc. That still uh, boggles my mind. Mm -hmm. I have another question. All right. Earlier today, I got a. downloaded Skype 4.0. Right. And for some reason, as soon as I start talking, it it mutes my mic, even though I have it checked not to mute my mic. Absolutely. I know. That's why I don't have the latest version of Skype. So that's, that. not, that's, a, that's a Skype bug. It's not a, it's not a hardware bug. That's right. It is Skype. They have assumed that if you are talking, and this is the thing, Skype is made for these like, uh, and what you mean by muting your mic, you're actually muting the mic out so you can actually hear yourself, right? You're, you're muting the monitor? Yeah. Yeah. See, and, and what, the, what Skype does, they do that because they don't think that you actually want to hear yourself. You know, and with, with what we do, you know, what Derek does, what I do is we need to be able to monitor our own mic so we can record it. Right. And Skype doesn't think that anybody in their right mind would want to do that. Would want to hear themselves. You know, so... Skype for the new version of Skype automatically mutes the mic out whenever you make a call or take a call, which I learned the hard way because I do it on my show on Sunday nights and I installed it right beforehand and suddenly I couldn't hear myself anytime I answered a call and so I had to downgrade. So yeah, that was annoying, but yeah, that's a Skype thing. Uh, and oh. even if you have the box checked, do not mess with my audio settings. It still messes with your audio settings. It'll <laughs> it'll adjust volumes and stuff and, and yeah. Hate you, Sky. Hate you. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're the only one that does everything that I needed. To. Right. Hey, Tiger Claw says that uh, Newegg's got a Blu-ray and an HD, the HD DVD combo for you, Derek. Yeah, but it's uh, it's like a thousand dollars though. I'm not paying a thousand dollars for in five years. 
Uh, it it won't be a thousand dollars in five years, though. No, it'll be in the the bargain bin. It'll be nineteen ninety nine at Micro Center. I have a question. I know you do. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Tomorrow is going to be Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Pizza. What uh, What are you guys doing for Valentine's? Are you like taking each other out or something? Or are you going to us? No. Cars, or? No, I'm not taking Glenn anywhere. You're not. Oh, really? It, all the all the magic is gone already. Yeah, all the magic. The honeymoon gone. is over. Yeah, it's over. This is the sixth. episode? This is the sixth episode. We can't suck anymore. No. So is Glenn the official co-host now? I think so. You put him on the spot there. I think so. Wait, are you trying to see if I was a free agent? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, I was I was going to go. See, the problem is, though, see, here's, here's the thing. This is one of the things I really was thinking about doing. Unfortunately, I don't own Left 4 Dead. Did you know that there's a yeah. Valentine's Day massacre going on at All Games Radio? Did you know about this, Derek? I yeah, I actually bought that stupid fucking game today. Yeah. So, I did not want to buy it. I was so mad. I, I was actually cussing at the I, – I, li- I was literally cussing at the GameStop guy as I was paying for it. I, was, I don't mm-hmm. want to buy this stupid fucking game. That's it's because to, of where you went to get it. What did what, you pay for your Left 4 Dead? Let's, so, uh, let's show him something. $54.99. Let's show him something. $54.99. So we have Left 4 Dead. This is actually off of the wall uh, at CC Gaming. And uh, let's take a let's look. Let's see if you can see this right here. Maybe this will make you feel better. Actually, I, I'll Maybe switch right to here? this. Yeah, I'll switch to the other um, camera here. So $54.99, that meant it was used, right? Yeah, I got a whole whopping $5 off. And I'm just, I'm gonna, I told the guy, I was like, dude, I'm coming back. I'm bringing it back Monday. Look at this for you. How much was it? Forty-eight dollars here at CC Gaming. You know what really pissed me off? I was this morning. I was like, I gotta go to buy that stupid game. It's and, and on uh, Shack News it said Left 4 Dead Special twenty four ninety nine downloaded from Steam. I was like, oh god damn it! <laughs> but the massacre double, is on three sixty, so yeah. you couldn't, you know. Yeah, the Dead Picks Alive is hosting. Uh, you guys are doing one right now, but uh, Dead Picks Alive. This is the warm up. This is the warm-up for the Dead Pixel Live one. This was a plug for, for you guys mm-hmm. tomorrow. Oh, There's oh, a Mace Satsuma right there on the screen. Sweet. Wow, that's an arm. That's a hairy arm. Oh. <laughs> hey, I have a question. You have a question. I'm not, why am I surprised? This is the 20-question show from Derek. Um, now he's got to think of the question. E3? No, for E3. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to E3, but I'm driving to E3, and I've decided to make a make it a, a, a cross country rally. Mm-hmm. I'm at the Dead Pixel Run uh, VA to LA Memorial Rally. So you've got the short bus fueled up. Yeah, well, I'm going to drive my Crown Vic from Virginia to Los Angeles, and I'm trying to get. A I've been in this Crown Vic, by the way. Yeah, it's a nice Crown Vic. In the back. Yeah, he stuffed <laughs> me in the trunk. It was not pleasant. <laughs> Big bag seat. You know about that. It's, it's, um, now, I'm trying to get about 500 people to, to drive with me, so it would be like the Cannonball Run. I'll be Burt Reynolds and everything. It'd be, it's going to be cool. Mm-hmm. You said like Burt Reynolds. I was going to have uh, like different pit stops, and I was wondering if we could like make CC Gaming one of the places where we stop on the Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Of course. Absolutely. Come by the computer arena. And like so, for it to be official, I didn't need to pick up like a pamphlet or a coupon or something to prove that they actually dropped by. So that <laughs> yeah. everybody, you need us to sign an autograph for you from Alan. Yeah. from our tech. Yeah, get, a, get a picture with one of the, with one of the hosts of uh, Friday Night Gaming. 
There you go. Yeah. So I can a- actually say that? Oh, that's sure. cool. Sure. Sweet. Have people stop by the computer arena. I unfortunately now, would not be a part of the caravan. No caravan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not driving. Well, can people stop by your house? Can you, what's your address? Where, um, where computer yeah. Arena is at 10895 Alpharetta Highway, Roswell, Georgia, 30075. 76. 76. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I lose. Is that hard to find? Is that like in the backwoods or something? Or no. Like right right off the, it's, the it's about jag. Yeah, it's about a mile off one of the interstates here. A mile off. Like, so there's actually there's other stores around it. It's not oh, like yeah. it's not in the... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's like a huge mall like two miles away. I don't want to. I don't want to end up like a whole deliverance thing where we take a wrong turn. And next thing oh you come know, on! I'm Just because it was filmed here doesn't mean everything here is like deliverance. Okay. Well, we a, had I'm the Olympics sure. here. A Frenchman was able to ro- row down that river that they filmed deliverance on, and he survived. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he squealed like a pig sometime during the Olympics. I'm pretty sure that happened at some point. And we had all the shooters out in the parking lot during the uh, the opening ceremonies. Going, you know, bang! I got a white one. Right. I'm Jeff Foxworthy stealing his jokes. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah, I know you do. Now he's got to think of it. No, I have. I was. I have a DS, but I haven't. I haven't played it in probably six months. Mm-hmm. How long can I go without playing that before, like, the battery gets completely dead and, and is not no longer usable? Before it's no longer usable. How can I? How long can I just leave it and not like? Don't you know if you just leave a battery and it slowly drains to the point and then you can't recharge it anymore? Right. Does, does that happen to the DS? Like, if I leave it for a year and never touch it, can I still charge it back up and keep playing it like nothing ever happened? I would suggest if you're going to put it up for storage for a year that you that you uh, go ahead and drain the battery life out of it before you store it. Otherwise, you risk it um, probably seeping and leaking into the battery compartment. Or in that case, you know, mm-hmm. the, the corroding the, the tabs and the connection. But if you uh, if you drained it and put it up on the shelf, it'd probably have it'd probably have a few uh, years of shelf life. Oh, that's cool. It'd, it'd be much more dangerous or or detrimental to leave it charged as you stored it. Why why would you not play your DS for years? You should just trade it in and get a cheaper version of get some money off of Left 4 Dead. What do you have? I don't believe in trading stuff. I'm trading Left 4 Dead in, just, but I I don't believe in trading games in. I think it's a I think it's a fool's play. If you trade something in, you're you're bowing down to the man. <laughs> like they so because they're going to give you like what ten dollars for it and then turn around and sell it for fifty. It's like what kind of idiot are you then? That's, that's like, where you went. And they don't even try to hide it from you. They don't say, "Well, we'll send it." No, they they take it from you. They <laughs> slap a big sticker on it and stick it right on the wall. While you walk out the door with a ten dollar bill, say, "Ooh, look at me with my ten dollars," and they're laughing at you. <laughs> okay, so CC Gaming, how much would he get for a DS trade in, and how much would you sell it to somebody else after the DS can? or the Left for Dead for an example? Uh, both. Left for, Dead. D- Left for Dead for the DS. Go. Left for Dead for the DS. Yes, go. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> that's that's a trick question. Damn it! You almost got us. I did. So uh, Left for Dead, twenty four. So and then you're selling it for forty eight. Forty eight. So <laughs> isn't that a isn't, isn't that a sucker play by it, by any definition of the word? I think that's about a f- uh, thirty eight to forty percent increase of where else you would go to get. That's almost like, but if, like what if a person gives you, like if you're a guy with Left for Dead in your hand uh-huh. and go and I give it to you and you give me what twenty four dollars for it right. And then you turn around and sell it to somebody else for forty eight dollars. Uh huh. Doesn't that make me a complete idiot for not selling it to that person for forty eight dollars myself? 
Yeah, I mean, you could. Um, what what you do is you you get a retail location and a sign mm-hmm. and some wall space. Yeah, one of those little machines that print stickers out, mm-hmm. and then you can sell it to him for forty eight. You mean like DTMMovies.com? Yes, DTMMovies.com. Kind of, kind of have It beats you know standing out on the corner holding it up with a forty eight dollars sign. Craigslist, eBay. That's, yeah, that's probably. A good I mean, you place could always do it your own. Your own. Yeah. And you know, you could even be a bigger idiot and go to one of these stores that all they do is they put your stuff up on eBay for you. That's right. There are stores out there. The eBay store. Mm-hmm. I've seen one of those. Yeah, that's just for stupid people too. It's a that's a big negative thing in the in buy sell trade businesses. A lot of a lot of people think that you know you know, and I'm not gonna defend any other places that's that has taken advantage of buyers and but when you turn you know when you trade in a game and you're not getting what you think you should get for it you, you know actually hardware new products hardware new games factory sealed stuff that we get it's about a three to four percent markup mm-hmm. so the only way a true game store makes it or, or survives on is the resale of used merchandise mm-hmm that's how that's how the money and revenue is generated in a game store. It's so you're not, saying for you to survive, you have to steal from the uh, original developer. That's the only <laughs> way for you to keep your, keep your company going. To to steal from the original developer? Yeah, because they're not getting paid. They're not. They don't get paid again on the for, on the second time around. Yeah. You, you, now, see, EA has talked about um, putting key codes on console games, so that, that can't happen. Now, if that happens, uh, will, will you guys? Do like a, a pirate thing and, and hack the key code so you can sell used copies? O- only for you. Mm-hmm. No, we don't. We're not gonna pull any keys and, and hack keys. We actually specialize in vintage, so uh, there's not been an issue with trade-in on cartridges. Yeah, we're gonna show. I'm gonna show some uh, pictures actually because we actually do have some pictures from inside your store just in case people who don't come here early. Right, uh, because when we when we before we start the show, we actually run pictures from uh, inside the arena. This is let's see, that's the store right there. Whoop! It would help if I actually kept it on the screen. Um, so there's the store, vintage. There's Alan and right. stuff. You basically, I mean, it's all um, you've got NESs over here. That's our wall, great wall of NES. And then here's your great wall of Super Nintendo. Right. Um, where Killer Instinct is somewhere. It's hiding in that wall. Um, back here is actually where you keep a lot of uh, the good stuff. The good stuff. The game. Now, now, what kind of good stuff do we have back there? We've got stuff like Final Fantasy VII, Breath of Fires. Mm-hmm. we got all the you know PS1, good RPG titles, Dreamcast, mm-hmm. some imports. So I think I may actually... Here we go. So here's actually... Uh, a closer look, and I can see, like, we got Super Mario 3 up here. There's a Chrono Trigger for the PS1 import there. Yeah, and that's the Chrono Trigger right there. Network adapter startup disc that's hard mm-hmm. to find. Kingsfield. Yep. But that wall changes almost weekly. Yeah. If you see, you know, that probably 90% of that wall right there is, uh, mm-hmm. is already gone. Yeah. Yeah, because this was from the first show when right. I took these pictures. Yeah, if you got some current pictures now, our store, we have our inventory is just wide yeah. open. We're we're pretty stocked up. And uh, here's all the the great Atari twenty six hundred games mm-hmm. all over here. So I mean, you know, now how much do these usually run? Oh, we have Atari twenty six hundred stuff from one to three bucks. 
What's the most expensive Atari 2600 game you got? Oh, I got um, one for about 30 bucks. Chase the Chuck Wag. No, we don't have that in stock. I I think uh, Bobby's probably returned, referring to a uh, – we, we have a pole. Pole. Pazitin. Pazitin in the back. It got traded in. Bobby scouted it out as I, it came in. I saw it, yeah. You guys were going to sell it for like a buck, and I'm like, dude, this is like rare. Misspelled and rare. Yeah, it was it was a misspelled label. It was a misprint. Yep. Pole Pazitin. Pole Pazitin. Yeah, we know you have a question. Uh, who, which one, how many of you guys there are going to uh, E3? Uh, I know I am. Are you going, Glenn? I am definitely making plans. Making to, plans um, to go. To go. Okay. That's where I'm at with that right now. Unless the you know the short bus rolls up over here, visit CC Gaming, and has a spot for me on the bus, then there you go. May, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll take that. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys gonna get like a you get like a hundred <laughs> people flying through there, part of the, the run. So sure, right. I'm sure, I'm sure somebody will let you get in the car. It won't be me, but... Yeah. <laughs> we definitely got plans to go. No. Yes, I have a question. Why am I not surprised? You guys said you're going to have weekly tournaments. When's that going to start up? Um, when we... When it does, can I, what, what can uh, people win? Well, they're going to start up when we get enough people here on the location... To actually have a tournament. The, cons- the competitive side of people. We have a lot of people that come through. They're not, they're not too much in a It's like every time we, we announced having a tournament uh-huh. on the show, we get one person. He's like, I'm here, I'm ready, let's do it. And there, he's got nobody to play against, so right. it's like we can't really do a tournament. So once we get enough people in the door that's willing to take part in a tournament, we will be doing a tournament. Uh, until then, the closest thing we're going to come is... Uh, you know, we like we did your game, Revenge of the Ball, the score challenge. Street Fighter 4, maybe? We're, well, we're going to try to run Street Fighter 4 next week. I don't know if we're going to do tournament or if it's just going to be open play or whatever. We're not sure. So uh, it depends on what we get and if we get it and all that stuff. Uh, but right now they would also only be on location because we don't have the manpower to run an online tournament and make it fair and all that stuff right now. Right. I have a question for Glenn. Let's go. What's up? I'm going to mute my mic. See my mic's muted now. <laughs> You've shut him off. What's going on? Glenn, uh, I'm currently running Windows XP on my computer. It's a dual-core uh, AMD right. 64-bit, but I'm running Windows XP 32. Um, I had Vista for a little while, but I did not like it. I hear Windows 7 is really good. Should I take the chance and go ahead and just install Windows 7, even though it's a beta? And if I do install the beta, what happens when the beta runs out? Will will I not have a computer anymore, or will I still be, will I beta go back to Windows XP? Well, being that I'm not a computer guy, I'm going to answer this the best I can. As far as I know, the uh, the Windows Seven has an option where you can actually virtually install it on a machine that doesn't overwrite. Um, your existing operating system or program. So you can actually download it, run it, use it, test it, and, uh, you know, feel your way around it, see if you like it without doing anything to your existing operating system. Can you walk me through how to do something like that? Hmm. You want to do this now? Uh, if you, I mean, you guys sit there and take, about P, take apart PSPs and uh-huh. stuff. You want us to call – we can call you up on your show and step you through uh, – over uh, over installing it on your PC that runs your your show. 
That would that would probably that's that's the exact PC I'm thinking about installing it on. You want to do so it on that one? That'll be perfect. I have a question for uh, for Black Wolf. Sweet, you're I can ba- you're I back can, on. I can turn my mic on again. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Black Wolf. Hi, how you doing? Even though Glenn, your co-host, is does is he allowed to call other shows and stuff? Absolutely. And, and I have I haven't signed any exclusivity nope. rights yet. You're but, allowed to call, but I'm getting I'm getting pushed to. Yes. Yeah. No. We're working on it. What's what's Glenn's uh, uh, gamer tag? Uh oh. What is your gamer tag? My gamer tag on what? On X- uh, Xbox, PS3, or what? Xbox. Nobody plays a PS3. <laughs> oh. My gamer tag on Xbox Live is console concepts. All one word. Because that that was the name of your. It, it is actually the name of our company. We're now we are we've shortened it up doing business as CC Gaming. We started off as console concepts. You guys mm-hmm. that saw the picture of the store, you probably saw an RC car sitting there. Mm-hmm. I was probably wondering what that has to do with uh, games. That is a console, and that is a concept con- uh, console concepts mm-hmm. that we created. And but you're going to be showing those eventually. We're going to show that here on the show, but we, um, we're going to make a good announcement for it. Okay. So that uh, everybody has the chance to see it and what it does, because if you hear about it, you, you definitely have to... Um, See it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those like you have to see. Yeah, you, you could talk about it, but it doesn't make sense until you see it, and, right? Yeah. And what we're talking about, it's a, uh, it's the skyline that you saw there in that picture. Uh, if you sort of, uh, yeah, I'm, I'll look for it here. Let's see if you throw it up. But it's a, it's an Xbox original Xbox inside of a one six one fifth scale RC car that actually drives around and operates as an Xbox. So you can drive this car over to your TV. And then you plug your cables into the rear bumper, your power, your AVs, and it boots up. It's right there. There it is, right there. That is an Xbox RC car console. But I kind of went, went off to him from your question just to explain my gamer tag. But yeah, my gamer tag is console concepts, all one word. And that's the reason why we were console concepts. I was able to install a Nintendo DS on the dashboard of my car with the with the double sided tape. Yeah, yeah, it worked. Does it? Well, we you know we were hiring techs. There you go. You bet you have how to much, live in Atlanta. Yes. How that, much does? I have a question about that guy that uh, worked that that took apart the PSP. Actually, he's here. You want to ask him directly? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I will shut off his mic then. Even uh, you replaced the the screen for that uh, PSP, but it still didn't work. Will you still be charging the customer for a new screen? No. As a matter of fact, we don't even we do not charge a customer anything to look at a console. It's a free estimate, and if it becomes, I, I don't like to say the words that if we can't fix it because we can fix it. It's just a matter of the cost of it. If it's something that exceeds the value of the console, we'll offer you a buyout and l- allow you to trade in that broken console, whatever it is, towards uh, one that we have. When was the last time you were you had to do that? What was the last console that that uh, you were were not able to fix? A three sixty. Was it the one that we showed with the yes. post-it note? Yes, yeah, it was. was the one we showed on Friday Night Gaming. And, and the reason why we didn't even uh, we didn't even attempt to do the repair on that one mm-hmm. was because of what you saw. It yeah. had it had a no power issue. 
It had duct tape, electrical tape, it had paper, it had twisted wires up for fans. In that kind of situation, we don't even attempt a, uh, a repair because we don't know its history, we don't know what happened, we don't know what's going to happen. The thing may catch on fire for all we know. So in that situation, we won't even fix it. We'll just give them a quote of what it would have cost to just trade in that broken unit and um, and get another one. And, and, the, and the lady actually came out really ahead because she ended up getting a, three, a brand new 360 swap out. Uh, for about twenty bucks more than the repair cost, so it, have a, we make it inexpensive. You have a question? I really? Have a, I have a, uh, actually have a suggestion. Oh wow! All right, all right. We're all ears. You guys are into making those con, like the specialty consoles and stuff, right? How about this, they did this once before? I remember one one guy did this, but it was, it was years ago. But somebody should do it again. An all-in-one console. One box where you put you can, where you, it has all the consoles inside, and you can slide any DVD. And there's one DVD slot, right? Fly or whatever DVD. Boy, if we had a dollar for every request of that. Are you Ben Heck? Is that what? You- we we had a request of that a lot. Um, actually, one of the locals here, a company, Nightmare Armor Studios, requested back when the when the console wars were going on, when they were all new. They requested a PS3, Wii, and 360 console all in one, and we ended up sketching it out, uh, mapping it out on paper, took a couple of pictures of what it would look like, and presented it to them. And um, actually, if you uh, looks like con- um, CC Cosmic Relic has on there, if you go to our MySpace album, we have a picture of that console of what it ended up looking like. Mm-hmm. They they ended up taking the step of just doing a 360, but we had sketched it out to do it. How much would that cost? To have all three in there? Or, or like the one that we built? I would say, would it cost around $600 or so for all three consoles? Probably not, no. It, <laughs> probably, it, it'd be to put all three consoles into one machine that used one CD-type drive. It would, that'd probably be somewhere around the $1,300, $1,500 range. Oh, that's, that's too expensive. And that's because, it, it, yep, I would agree. It's the parts and the equipment and, and creating a drive that would have the firmware abilities to read all, all three format types. I have one last question. All right. <laughs> that's a lie. I have two, I have two last questions. <laughs> one, uh, is it okay if I plug my show, Dead Pixel Live, on deadpixellive.com, which airs on All Games Network um, Monday through Thursday, 6.30 EST to 8.30 EST? No, it's absolutely not okay. Then I will not. Okay. My <laughs> second uh, question is, it doesn't matter which one of you answer this, as long as because I see there's three people there, and there's, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's more, so if it, this yeah. can go out to people there in case you guys... Do we uh, want an audience it. to answer this for you? We yeah. can get an audience yeah. member to answer it. And uh, basically the question is, will you be my valentine? We got somebody up here that's going to answer this for you. I'm going to. It's just a, uh, it's just a yes or no question. Yeah. And yes. that's all he's looking for, yes or no. Uh, I'm going to say no. Shot oh, down. Some, some, some. <laughs> I have to go because Battlestar Galactica is on. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much, Derek, for all those questions. So uh, you can call us and be a part of this Friday Night Gaming on Skype. One. 888-FN-GAME-1 is the number that you can call. 
Um, and you, you can call in and ask us 20 questions because uh, we'll answer them all to we the best we, of our opinion. We are not going to have anything to talk about. Yeah. That's what we thought. And we got twenty questions. I know. I, I thought that uh, you know we were going to be you know short show today. We're going to be done by ten. Not right. have enough to talk about. And here we are. How are we doing Walking on this PSP? Um, We've managed to find some interesting uh, stuff about this PSP. Really? What's going on is yeah, I'm going to switch. Had, uh, um, now opening it up. This had actually been previously opened by the owner, and I just went ahead. The the seal had been broken. I just went ahead and took it off. But apparently they had done a little bit of modification to it in the sense that right see where is it? Right there is supposed to be a small fuge for the backlight. And uh-huh. it has been actually taken off and put solder a small solder ah, solder dab, which is pretty much just melted metal, and they had bypassed the fuse. And I think that mm. fuse finally has gone out or that placement has finally gone out because now it won't even power on. Wow. So you destroyed the PSP. <laughs> you, can see, you can see the green light flashing if you can. Yep, that green light's flashing. But it's still charged, so that means the, uh, it's not the power switch. It's actually uh, somewhere on the um, board there is a bad fuse mm-hmm. which has been located. So I will not actually have to go back at this later with the soldering iron and fix the problem. There you go. So now, do you confront the the the, the do you confront uh, the the person who sent this in, saying you know you 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 messed this up yourself? No, or no, 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 no. We never do. So you just hope that this person does not watch Friday Night Gaming. That's right. Okay. Now, if we ever see where somebody's opened one up, we don't ever point any fingers or mm-hmm. let them know what they. You know, a lot of people, when their system goes down, the cheapest, fastest thing for them to do is they want to open it up and see what's wrong with it. Mm-hmm. So we don't we don't give them a hard time for for that. We just tell them what's wrong and mm-hmm. give them a quote and go from there. If they kind of want to back us into the corner and get some really good yeah. details of why it is bad, mm-hmm. you know, we may we may just go ahead and give them that information. So we have another caller here on the line. What's your name? Where are you calling from? It's Bacon Bits from uh, Maryland. Bacon Bits. What is on your mind, Bacon Bits from Maryland? Nothing much. Um, I... Actually, had a question. Um, I, I asked about the uh, DS Lite last uh, week, and mm-hmm. if about fixing it, my uh, left and right uh, buttons stopped working. Mm-hmm. So your left and right button stopped working on your DS Lite. Yes. They don't depress anymore, or you can press them, but they they just don't, just don't respond. Is there is there an easy way to fix it without sending it in to Nintendo and and breaking my warranty? Yeah, you can you can send it to us. We'll look at it for, at no cost. Of course, it's going to cost you to ship it to us, but we're not going to charge you to look at it. That's 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 one one suggestion we have for you. What would be the other suggestion? <laughs> um. Well, for one, I mean, you would really need to, if we were going to do a quick fix for you, you, you'd have to see what's going on beyond those buttons to be able to kind of try to diagnose something yourself on it. And Unfortunately, the DS uses one of the tri-wing bits, so it's not 
really something that's easily accessible to you to be able to just to pop open maybe the back cover and take a look in there. I mean, it may be something as easy as one of the springs has popped off or something's in, you know, just um, blocking one of the buttons. I, I would doubt that it's blocking both sides unless something it was dropped or, or something spilt on it, but it's not a really easy do-it-yourself fix only because of the fact that you have to have a tri-wing bit. And if you had one of those, you could at least open it up and, you know, kind of look around see if you find something that was obvious that would be my other suggestion to keep you from having to send it to nintendo yeah, we, we have somebody else on the line so uh what's your name where you're calling from um hi i'm aj twist i'm calling from um southern california aj twist what is on your mind I've, i have you both on at the same time here uh, um yeah um i have a psp and um um my joystick the little joystick the little joypad and a the nub. Thumbstick? The nub. Thumbstick, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, mine is kind of like uh, glitched or something because it keeps on thinking it's pointed into the uh, upper right-hand corner and really it's neutral. Okay. So I was wondering if you guys can fix something like that. We can. There's actually two reasons. I can go ahead right off the bat tell you there's two reasons for that type of problem. One is the easiest, and that's the a bad thumbstick. If it's been opened up before, like if you've replaced the case and you put it back together, there's the two small screws that's on the back of this thumbstick. Here. We're going to see if we can show you here. Switch it back over to there. This is the back of the thumbstick when you pull the front cover off. It's not wanting to focus. It's not wanting to focus on that. Here we go. The screws that actually house the, um, that hold it into the housing. So we got a... You yeah, got a party going on in the. We're video. gonna call. We're gonna. You can. You can listen to. It. Oh wow! It's bacon bits. It was bacon bits, bacon not AJ. Bits. I thought it was. I'm gonna call AJ back. Yeah, we're gonna call. We're gonna call him back because I thought he was the one that had the right the screaming. Sorry, AJ. Sorry about that, AJ. Sorry about that. We were trying to figure out who uh, had the screaming in the background. It wasn't you. So uh, anyway, we're gonna answer your question now, AJ. Okay. All right, but anyway, you got these. You got the screws that actually hold it into the uh, faceplate. If one of these screws is more tight than the other, or if one of these tabs has um, has gotten out of line, now the only way that would happen is if it was dropped, or if you had taken this plate off before and was trying to put it back in, that's one of the causes. Or if something has gotten past your thumbstick piece here, and you know this just lifts off. If right. something's gotten passed up in there, it can affect the way that it moves. And unfortunately, the other um, reason why it is not working is a motherboard issue. We have found several cases where a PSP will track either right or left or up and down, and doesn't matter if we replace the thumbstick or do a solder repair or a trace repair to the board. Unfortunately, it's, it's an extensive as a motherboard issue. So the cheaper way is definitely to try a new thumbstick or try to loosen or tighten the, adjust those tabs right up underneath that, and that's something that you can definitely do because it's a Phillips head. You can get right in there, but... Okay, cool. If that doesn't fix it, man, unfortunately, it's a motherboard issue. It's a bad trace on the board. Uh-oh. All right. Well, I'll check that out. Thank you very much. Thanks yes, for your call, man. We have another call here. So, uh, Friday Night Gaming, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, hey, I'm Racing Freak 92 from Tampa. Racing Freak 92. What's on your mind, man? Tampa, Florida. Um, I have a PSP with a broken uh, UMD door. Like, the, the button doesn't connect with the uh, the body, like that little lock to keep it whole closed. Oh, what and model do you have? 
is missing. What, what? what model do you have? You have a 1000? 1001? Yeah, but no, the original one. The original? So you're saying yeah. your eject button, when you press it over to the, um, to the left, it doesn't connect with the door? Yeah. So it's not allowing you to close it, or the door's just broken altogether? The door, yeah, the door doesn't close. But if you hold it closed, like, it'll read. It'll play and everything? Yeah. Yeah, if you, um, do you have it with you right now? No. Well, here, let's, let's, we'll see if we can show you here. What you're talking about is... One second, I got to... We're going to try to get you some camera here and maybe step you through it. Okay. Are you zooming in? This is, the, this is the switch we're talking about, the eject tab. You see when you move this back and forth, there's tabs here. Now, this, what happens is this tab actually catches inside and very lightly catches in here a device or a clip. You can, you can take this tab and manipulate it a little bit. You can move it a little bit this way to catch. You can move it inward, and you can move it outward. But that's where the majority of your issue is going to be. If it's so far worn down, though, on this edge, there's not a whole lot you can do without either replacing. It's either going to be a worn on the backside of this door where it catches, or the latch itself is worn down. If we're talking about a worn issue, you know, you're, you're going to want to try to bend it just slightly a bit, little bit forward to try to get it just to catch. Um, if it's an alignment issue, then all you got to do is, you know, kind of adjust it up or down, and it's going to, you know, that'll take care of the problem. But as far as it wearing out, you know, you're going to need a new latch. Okay. If that if that helps you out at all, if you know it, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. I got it, you. I, it's, I, it's, not, it's not worn. I think it's just, I dropped it, so. Okay, you just think like, it got out of stuff. whack a little bit. The best, th- okay. yeah, the best thing to do is just kind of press it down. I would start by going down with it. If you see how I'm holding it, and you press down on this tab, and when you go to yeah. close that door, that's going to be where I'd start. Don't And just take it in a small step. Just barely press it down and, and see how your door reacts. Because if you go too far, you're going to have a lot of trouble trying to get the door back open, where it's not going to move or slide back open. Okay. Hope that helps uh, you out, man. You do you guys fix only consoles, or do you fix other electronics? Uh, you know what? Week one of the episode one of the show, we were asked if we did some iPod or, or mm-hmm. type repairs, and as of week one, we now do iPod stuff. Um, we do consoles, um, iPods. What, what do you have in mind? Um, an iPod Nano first gen. I, have, I replaced the battery, and it doesn't work, and I have no idea what's wrong with it. Like, I think it might be a motherboard failure or something. So you're not getting power to it? Yeah, I like when you, if you plug it in to the wall or something, it always says, like, device not recognized or something. Right. And if you plug it into the computer, you can't access the drive. So it doesn't see it at all. Or anything like that. I gotcha. Well, we just, um, you know, to be honest with you, as of week one, when we were asked that question, we started working on some PS, um, or some iPods, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's something you'd like to send in to us, you know, we'd be glad to take a look at it. Of course, you got to pick up incoming shipping on it. But we'll take a look at it for free. Okay. There's not a whole lot of components in there. There's battery screens and, and you know, hard drives. So mm-hmm. so it's going to be one of those. Not to give you a generic answer, but... Uh, that's fine. Um, if I was to send it in, like, how do I do that? Do I go to your website or... Go to, go to the website, click the repair tab, and there's a form for you. You just uh, print out that form, fill it out, and send it to the address that's on the contact page. C- okay, that's ccgamingonline.com. That's correct. 
Thanks for Great. calling in. Thanks, man. Bye. Now, Alpha Box, who is one of the other hosts of uh, Dead Pixel Live, he's been uh, spamming a question about ten times. What's that? So he wants to know, can you guys recommend a program to encode movies to play on my PSP? Ooh, a program to encode movies? Yeah, I usually use PSP Video 9 because that was like the first one, too. You should just try them out. Changing the the video format to yeah, convert like to, it over to PSP format. Yeah, which is just M4V. Yeah, yeah. The the uh, PSP nine was that's the latest and greatest stuff as far as um, what they update the most of. Yeah. What it, you just probably trying to find something that does it a little quicker. Yeah, cause, but I mean PSP video nine is what I use. Yeah, that's got the biggest oh, yeah, updates and keeps stuff from. If you go too far away from doing some aftermarket stuff. Firmware and software plays a huge mm-hmm. role in the in the PSP. Yeah. So uh, we are still taking phone calls. Uh, so Friday Night Gaming on Skype one eight 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 FN Game One. Um, also, we have a mic up front if anybody here in the live audience wants to have ask a question uh, here on the show. And uh, we're playing Left for Dead. We actually haven't been showing Left 4 Dead, but uh, let's show Left 4 Dead on the Xbox on my Xbox Live. FN Gaming is the gamer tag. We're playing versus multiplayer friends only matches, and uh, you can get join in for just a little bit longer. Uh, we're going to be going on for about probably about you know at most forty five more minutes. We got a three hour show here. Um, hope you guys have been enjoying it, and uh, you know it's probably a bad audio podcast when we're saying <laughs> look here watch this. at this thing and watch this and, and showing up videos of, of game movies and stuff um, but yeah looks like we got John Mr. 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 I'll shoot you in the face shoot you in the face is back on live we've had a couple people join in and out uh, throughout the night who do we got over there you playing with John that's on the show well, I've got Alpha Box Devil Dog and Devil Dog actually right now. Alpha Box and Devil Dog. Alpha. And uh, Amaze Satsuma. Amaze Satsuma, alright. Any shooting in the face? No, they're on my team. Those people are on my team. Oh, <laughs> uh, so you're not shooting. So you don't. Prancer and SP Spiegel and. Uh, Spike Spiegel, okay. The blue, blue guy. The blue guy. Yes, they are, those are the opponents. So those are the ones you're going to be shooting in the face. Shoot nice. the blue guy in the face twice. Oh, I do. Okay, good. <laughs> Why did you like the blue guy? I don't like. Well, no, he's. They don't like the blue guy. I can kick him from chat too. We got shot you in the Some face. Some multitaskers. You got people exactly. playing Xbox Live in the chat room. That's right. Watching the show. Mesa Tuma is currently dead. That's what he said in the chat room. Yeah. Helicopter, shoot the helicopter. Commentary through chat. That's right. Racing Freak 92 says he's going to send his iPod in. He doesn't care to get it working. He just wants to know what's wrong with it. Okay. Fair and enough. He's going to send it to you. CCGamingOnline.com. Nice. We'll be glad to take a look. Step up to the mic up here. We have a question from our live audience. What's your name? Where are you from again? Just so uh, remember. Andrew from uh, Marietta, Douglasville area. All right. I got a PS2, and uh, it used to read disc, but it doesn't now. Uh, it stopped spinning. What could be the problem? It stopped spinning the disc? Yeah, it used to read disc, but it stopped spinning. Okay. The, so, like, whenever I put in a disc, it doesn't even spin, it doesn't read anything. What's the possible, uh, you know, problem there? Is it a slim or a, or a large? It's a slim. A slim. It's a slim. Well, the slims have brakes because they have a flip-top uh, lid on them. 
So I would start by making sure that once once it's on, when you're lifting the lid, that the brake is actually disengaging from the disc. Okay. That's the first thing to look for. Two, as odd as this sounds, if the laser is bad or out of adjustment, the motor will not spin at all. Oh. It will not even make if, – if the laser is not working, the motor will not waste its time spinning that disc. Oh. So it could have just had a bad laser then. Could have a bad Sweet. laser. It could have something. It could have the brake up against the disc. If you're um, if if it was a situation where it was the brake against the CD, then you'd probably still hear the laser moving up and down and actually see it. So it's most likely not going to be the the brake on there. That that normally is an outside influence causing that the, the where the brake would hit the CD. So okay, most likely you got a bad laser. All right, thanks. Uh, what would that usually cost? <laughs> Uh, to replace a laser on a yeah. slim retail on a slim laser is around. I'm gonna shoot high and say about twenty bucks for the laser, and it's gonna cost about ten to put it in. Man. So you can you can get your slim fixed up for about thirty bucks, right. 30, 40, 30, 35 bucks. I might bring it to CC Gaming. <laughs> awesome, bring it to us. No, I'm just seeing what they say. <laughs> Thanks for the question, man. Yeah. So um, we are playing, let's see, we got somebody else actually playing. I'm going to switch over to our camera that's on top of the TV so we can actually get a good look right. at uh, the rest of the, the place over here. So who do we have playing right now? Oh, hey, my name's Nathan. Nathan. Excellent. So Nathan is currently playing here on Left for Dead on FN Gaming. Nathan, have you played uh, Left 4 Dead on the 360 before, or are you oh, normally yeah, I, a PC I play, guy? I play all the time online. All the time on the 360? Absolutely. Great, great. Yeah, it's because I'd, I'd like to know, you know, how different this is from the PC version. Right. You know, I, I, other than the fact that you're not using a mouse and keyboard. Right. I think Alan's played both uh, PC and 360 version of Left 4 Dead. Is there any differences, Alan, other than the controls? Well, if you play the computer more, then um, you have just a little bit more precise position. So if you're getting into the headshots and stuff, you can get better headshots on the PC. But the 360 has more available content to it and more gameplay and more players. More people to play with? Yeah. Interesting. I would have thought that um, I've, I've heard that the PC had a bigger following out of this, but obviously um, there's a lot more people online. On Xbox Live. Yeah. That's a good perspective of the two. Yeah. So if anybody else wants to call in or bring up a topic or something, I'm going to actually, since we're going to put the, uh, I'm going to put the camera back up on its tripod. <laughs> if anybody wants to call in. Um, and actually, uh, you know what? I already told Jason he couldn't call back. He, Jason wants to call back in. Yeah. Should we let Jason call back in? I don't know. What's he want to talk about? Uh, he, wants, he has more scary game stories. Does he? So uh, you know what? I'll, I'll we're gonna call we'll, him we'll up. call him up. How about that? We'll ring him up, even though I probably already told him no, and so he put his microphone away. <laughs> so he's probably scrambling for it right now. He's like, "Oh shit! I gotta find my microphone." <laughs> or he walked away from the computer or mm-hmm. something. Well, he normally calls us from the car. Yeah, I know. Maybe he's in the car. Might be in the car. The person whom you're trying to reach oh, is currently I'm, unavailable. Uh oh. Please is leave this a the message. British lady. After yes. We're we gonna leave him a message. Jason, we tried to call you back. You wanted to call again to give us more stuff, and and you're not you're not answering. What what the hell? You, you call us five times. We finally return your call, and you don't answer. This is the same problem your girl has with you. I hate you. 
So we sent the voicemail now to Jason. Wow. So uh, we're also uh, we're watching uh, f- if you're over at uh, FNG Live. Uh, FNGLive.net is uh, oh yeah, Jason's Jason finally calling back. us back. So uh, now we can get Jason. Thank you for finally returning our call, sir. Oh yeah, the stream's like I'm like a minute behind now. I know, I know. You told me not to, so I did start packing everything up. Jeez, I know. That's why I did it, and then I immediately said, Ah, you know what? I was wrong. Uh oh, because nobody else, black? nobody else, nobody else was calling in. So I figured, uh, you know, you had more stuff. You got more piece, pizza pasta? Nah, uh, enough's enough for now. Like <laughs> I said, go Stouffer's. It's in the fridge. I'll have it sometime or I'll throw it out if I don't care. So you calling back to ask some more questions or you were going to tell us some more scary stories that you've had? with? So how, how, how is it? Does it do anything for you to be Jason on Friday the 13th? Do you get any of those jokes? <laughs> I was, I have. And after I got a couple of jokes, I uh, actually went and asked my mom, and looked at a calendar, and I was born on Saturday the 13th. Oh, okay. I was born July 13th, but it was a Saturday. So. That is good. That was a close one. The, 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 the two big things with me and my name have been Jason from Friday the 13th and Jason the Red Power Ranger. The we'll Red just Power. kind of leave it at that. <laughs> the Red Power Ranger. Gotta is love it, elementary school. Or that, not. But is that your gamer tag? Uh, no. On the phone is the Red Power Ranger. Oh, great. There we go. (laughs) You slipped. had to open my mouth. You You did. You did. I mean, this is what happens. There we go. Now it's it's better centered. Now we'll we'll understand your your scary childhood stories better. Mm -hmm. These will make more sense to us. We can feel Mm -hmm. your pain. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, scary, scary stories other than uh, being a Power Ranger. Has anybody ever played Clock Tower for the PlayStation? Ooh. I haven't. I know it's a good one that we, uh, that we don't keep long. That's, uh... I walked into what's the first actual, like, puzzle sequence. It was basically a mouse kind of point-and-click adventure sort of thing. Uh, but there was no mouse at the time, so you got to use the PlayStation controller to move the uh, crosshair around and click on objects. Um, you're in a, what was it, a college dorm room, and scissor hands, not scissor hands, that's, uh... That's Edward. I don't even remember what his name is. It's not important to the story. (laughs) You're going around this college dorm room, this college campus, and one of the rooms that you go into is a computer lab. Um, you walk in the front door, and there's a back door that I don't think you can actually get to, and I really wish I knew what his name was. It is actually kind of important to the story. Whatever. The, the main creature that tries to kill you in Clock Tower is a big guy with freaking humongous edge clippers. Uh, you walk in the side door to a computer lab. He's on the opposite side of the room. And a little sequence changes where the camera goes straight on the big evil bad guy. And he slowly starts hobbling his way to you, clipping his edge clippers at you. And as he walks by a computer, the screen turns on and says, kill. Keeps walking. Screen. The next screen turns on. Kill. This was, again, it was either the very last years of elementary school, possibly middle school. And I swear to God, for like one or two years after I saw that sequence, I hated going into a computer lab when there was no class in session. <laughs> the so, stupidest thing, and I hated it. 
Sounds like you've been traumatized by video games. I have. Doom Bulldogs and ghosts mm-hmm. that I take pictures of and uh, giant hedge clippers. This is why I'm never going to be a gardener, mind you. <laughs> so you didn't see Edward the Scissors Hands either, huh? No, you, I've never you seen You didn't see that movie? Now, 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 are you uh, traumatized by balls that have that are sticky and get larger as time goes on? <laughs> I'm afraid to touch this one very much. Oh, uh, okay. I, I was trying to make sense of Revenge of the Ball, and it just didn't go. No, 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 no. Just no, didn't no. get it. Although that's kind of those balls shoot back, back right. shoot at you. Yeah, and the, shooting the balls are just sense. yeah. Shooting balls, Bobby. Shooting balls. Isn't that what we're doing tonight? <laughs> hey! <laughs> Maybe really. you. Oh, uh, yeah, apparently. <laughs> Anything else, Jason? You had some more stories? Um, I think I had another one. I don't quite remember what it is at this point. Amesa Tsuma says I pointed the arrow at the wrong person. Yeah? I disagree. I missed it. Yeah, I pointed it right there. Oh, ow. And it had... He, he got me when I wasn't looking. You got to look when I'm using the Telestrator, man. I didn't, I didn't see it. <laughs> it was, you know, it just appears on the computer. As walking through the lab, right? Yeah, yeah you were walking, you know, here we are. We're in computer Clock lab. Tower. I'm in computer arena, computer lab, same mm-hmm. thing, you know. Right, right. <laughs> Have you ever been in a data center with uh, the uh, tiled raised floors for the air conditioning to go underneath? I was in one this morning at 2.30. I didn't know if that was actually it. Yeah. Um, have you ever have you ever fallen asleep in one or just been no. kind of, were you dreary at all this morning or anything like that? Uh, I didn't fall asleep, no. Okay, that might be a stupid question. Yes. Um, Who is this guy? <laughs> oh, I really don't want to go on with this, but I am going to do it anyways because it's the internet. Um, my first job, our office was a data center. And mm-hmm. again, you know, half foot floors for the air conditioning to go underneath. I remember uh, working one weekend. This was after I'd started playing Fatal Frame a lot, as a matter of fact. Um, I kind of fell asleep on the console, and I remember having a dream that... You know those creatures in Doom that throw both their hands up in the air and kind of light on fire and all that stuff? Okay, yeah. I had to think about it for a little bit. Yeah. Um nice little doom fatal frame scary yeah. story here weirdest dream i fall asleep on the console and i wake up or no i don't wake up i have a dream that one of those creatures emerges from one of the tiles he just kind of elevators his way up and there's just a lot of obnoxious noise and then i woke up cj offered says you have some of the weirdest stories yeah i'm reading i uh, I don't know what to say. They're freaking weird, and this is Friday the 13th. My point is to get them in your head so that same thing happens to you. No, sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. So you have anything else that you want to try to get in our heads? Anything at all? No? Eh. Jason, I, I have a question, Jason. Okay. Can I hang up on you now? Hi. Why would you do such a thing? Oh, your show. Okay, go ahead. Okay, cool. I hung up on Jason. Thank you very much. Jason. For another, wow. The Red Power Ranger. The Red Power Ranger that had a dream about a data room. Mm -hmm. 
So this is, uh, we're actually showing you a picture of the computer arena of all the people that are here. We actually have a, a decent-sized crowd while playing, uh, watching people playing Left 4 Dead, people watching us. Hey, look, there's Alan right there. Yeah, yeah. Fraternizing. We are actually in the back room. If people are kind of wondering, we're actually in the back room of uh, the computer arena. Why uh, people wander in and out. Yeah, like, and people are wandering in and out, but, I mean, it looks like, you know, wow, this is a gaming center. It looks like there's not much in, in here. No, yeah. there's a lot of stuff to do here, here at, the, at the computer arena, and I'll actually show some pictures. We actually... Uh, don't have uh, we don't film out there. We don't have the ability to film out there. We actually don't have the legal right to film out there right now. Um, but we have pictures that we can show you. This is actually the computer arena. Um, right here, what you got is you got consoles mm-hmm. here, and then there are PCs back here and back here and way back here where it says video games. That's PC gaming right that's back it. there. Um, that's one section of the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm trying to. Friday nights is pretty busy in here with the, yeah. sh- the show going on, mm-hmm. and then there's uh, there's lock-ins. Um, there's a lot there, going on. That's why you see people trickling in there, and out. There's some dude's flyer. There it is. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, look at that. It's, it's me. What do you know? Um, this is kind of another shot of uh, you know like where they, there's PCs and stuff. And it's a huge place. Right. And, you know, looking towards CC Gaming spot in the in back there. So uh, they also have a full. This is a main cabinet. Yes. And uh, actually, they don't charge for this one. No, this is free play. This, that was on free play, and this one actually has Marvel vs. Capcom on it. There's like 500 games on it. Right. It's loaded. Loaded with stuff. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff at, uh, um, here at the computer arena. So you pool do, I mean, tables, even if you we? Pool tables, food, beer, poker now. They're, yeah, they've expanded to poker. poker. Um, so uh, there, there's a lot of stuff. And there's tournaments on the weekends. Like, they just did, like, a Counter-Strike 1-6 tournament mm-hmm. and... Uh, Halo 3, 4v4 tomorrow. Okay. There's still time to register. Mm-hmm. You guys can go on the website, computerarena.com or ours, ccgamingonline.com, and follow the schedule events tab and get in on a local tournament tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And what do, you, what do you win from these? Like, what are the prizes for these tournaments? Actually, some of these are sponsored by um, nationwide circuits. There's a GG circuit that's uh, involved here at the arena, and mm-hmm. I, know the, I don't know what the Halo 3 one is for tomorrow, but... It, Depending, it always depends on how many land centers are involved. Um, Computer Arena has always been involved with the, the the larger ones. The last Gears of War two tournament that was hosted here through the GG Circuit was uh, a minimum of uh, two thousand dollar payout mm-hmm. and a max of four thousand dollar payout. Wow! So yeah, there's some there's some good money to be um, to be won. Normally, those tournaments last two days, Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, Racing Freak 92, yes, there are PCs. There's actually probably more PCs here than consoles. There are. There, there, I believe there's an average of 35 PCs and 22 360s. And then uh, Bochikawa, poker, what type, five stud or hold'em? Do we know? Is the poker person here? Uh, do we have a poker person? No. We don't. I don't know what they're playing. I think they're pretty much open Yeah. Um, for anything on poker night. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. You can do a buy-in, and then uh, they give away game time. In yeah. the land center, so yeah, keep it legal. CJ Alford asked, "What about what's this with all the game places that All Games inhabits having the word arena in the name? Because they know this is not the first show on All Games that has been done from a game center, right? But it's just arena, just fits. I mean, you know, and that it was called arena before we came in here. It's because of the size. Yeah. Well, so we, there was Arena Interactive Lounge, which was uh, out, out in, in uh, Los, it was in Los Angeles, uh, and that's where All Games Interactive, which was uh, the flagship show before Dead Pixel Live." Uh, that was where they did their show every day. 
Wow. They did this every day. Every day. I, I can barely do enough. You find enough stuff to fill uh, one you, night. You guys wear us out. And, and, you know, they're doing two or three hours a day. Whew. I can't do that. How many pin 15s there would be in Jason's? There's a lot. Ugh. So if you like this show, um, since, you know, since there's a little lull in here, tell a friend. Yes. And if you hate the show, tell an enemy. <laughs> I don't care. Just tell somebody. Your mom-in-law. And, uh, you know, we do actually have a podcast feed on iTunes. If you want to leave a good review on iTunes, that will help us out a lot. We were featured uh, originally. Yeah, we were uh, new and notable for a week, and then uh, we dropped off. But, uh, you know, doing that and, you know, rating our uh, videos on Ustream will help. So Ustream will maybe put us on the front page, which would be great. Throw a... a, um Everybody that's got Facebook or MySpace, kind of throw a little bulletin. Out yeah, we there actually or have we we do have a group on uh, Facebook. On Facebook, you just search for Friday Night Gaming. You'll find our group up there. I usually post, try to post on the wall, right? Uh, what we're going to be doing and things like that. So, um, yeah. And don't forget to send some suggestions and yeah, we have over to the we we have a suggestion form, or you can just email mailbag at fnglive.net if you don't like web forms for whatever reason. Right. Um, uh, but uh, we actually do have a suggestion form. You can su- send suggestions to for what we should do on the hardware segment, what games we should play, what topics we should cover, or uh, you know, just gush about yes. the show and tell me how great I am. CC Cosmic Relic says throw it on your gamertag bio as well. Yeah, put it on your gamertag bio. Get us out there. Exactly, fnglive.net. And uh, we've we've actually got a, a – now you can actually see, like, there's a page for each show. You can download the audio. And I also embed the video now that I've kind of figured out how to embed the video without it deleting itself like it did the first episode. <laughs> Still better on that one. The, fam- the famous 360 yes. repair. Great repair. Right. No video of no it. No video. Unless you saw it live. CC Cosmic Grolic says Gears of War 2. We should play Gears of War 2. Gears of War 2. I think he likes Gears of War 2. I always knew CC Cosmic Grolic as being a Rainbow Six Vegas player. What's yeah. with the. Uh, if you guys want to talk Gears of War, I was a huge Gears of War 1 player mm-hmm. fan. We even did MLG teams at Major League Gaming mm-hmm. sponsorships, and we had a team, personally had a team. And Gears of War 2, I've been so disappointed with because of the online play with glitchings and everything. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because I haven't been on and um, I haven't been online for Gears of War 2 in probably a month or two. Oh so unless gosh. anything's changed, maybe even longer than that. It's been a while. Same old stuff. Yep. Uh, Bacon Bits says uh, we should play Mario Kart Wii next week. He only has Wii, and he's feeling left out. Is he? It's very. It's hard. It's. It would be hard for us to do kind of what we do with these games. On the Wii, just because of the way the friend code system works. Um, thank you, Nintendo, for making it exceedingly difficult. Uh, basically, we'd need to exchange friend codes, and you would, we'd have to have somebody oversee that here that's not me. And, no, <laughs> you can't do that. Can't do it. Um, we are going to show Wii stuff when there's Wii games to show, uh, like new, new release Wii games and stuff. But uh, I don't think we're going to be doing any online Wii games just because it's so much of a hassle. To do it, to do it the way that I'd want to do it, and uh, that's because of Nintendo. Thanks, Nintendo. Appreciate it. <laughs> I was a Nintendo fanboy once. Yeah. You know. <sighs> Disappointment. So Gears of War two. That's that's a suggestion. Yeah, Street Fighter four. We're Street really Fighter working 4, on yeah, uh, COD four. Uh, COD four. We did a World at War last week. Right. We did World at War. So um, we got that. 
Fear 2, we heard a Fear 2 from yeah. the audience. Fear 2 from the audience. Um, Bacon Bits wants us to play Medal of Honor 2 on the Wii. Why would we want to play a Medal first of Christian Honor 2 on, on the Wii. Wii? Is that the only game he has? It's the only system he has, I think, the Wii. Uh, That's why he's feeling left out. I'm I sorry. Gotcha. Metal Gear, Medal of Honor on the Wii. You might just play Superman <laughs> on the 64. Yep. Nintendo love. So uh, I'm actually thinking, you know, if we're if we're running out of things, maybe we should just uh, call it a week and say let's come back next week. We're we gonna call it a week. Yeah, everybody go home ev- early. Everybody go home early. I can start packing up early and uh, wow. try to get some sleep after my very long day. Yeah, because I mean, remember I haven't slept. You since haven't been you haven't been to bed yet. Uh, yeah, I really haven't been to bed. Maybe I mean, I took two, two hours. I took like a two hour nap and then a one hour nap and and I, that was it. I think the calls from Jason got you a little sleepy. Is what happened? I, yeah, and, and because now I'm gonna dream about Jason. <laughs> about the Red Power Ranger? About the Red Power Ranger. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Maybe we should do some trivia contest and throw out some T-shirts and stuff from former shows. That way you guys keep tuning in. Yeah. That's what we'll do. Oh, I've, I've done some trivia stuff before. I've yeah. got some really oh, good... former episodes and or, stuff? No, I've actually, like, I actually, uh, at a gaming expo up in uh, Philadelphia, actually, the America's Video Game Expo, the one that I attended, um... I actually did a whole Jeopardy style game show. Yeah. With filled with very difficult questions and I didn't think they were that difficult and then everybody's like stumped. Yeah, they were stumped by it. See, I figured this being comp- uh, internet based uh showed that everybody would be all over Google. Yeah. Trying to get those questions. Well, but uh, when yeah, I was at America's Video Game Expo, we actually chose three people and brought them up on stage. Right. And so, so they didn't have Google. Yeah, obviously they didn't have They, they were able that. to use Google for the application because we actually had, like, an application of, like, five questions. Right. And so I actually took, like, the people that got all five right, and only two people got all five right. So then I took one from that got all four right. And, you know, luckily nobody got their friend to help them because I've actually seen that happen before. Because actually, uh, the, the the Jeopardy game that I used, I mean, we couldn't call it Jeopardy, uh, but uh, the, the game I used was actually done by one of our other All Games affiliates, Chatterbox Video Game Radio, and he did it at PAX. And what wound up happening is that people would help their friends on the application, and they would actually get picked to be on stage. So there was one time that there was one guy on stage that kind of knew his stuff, and two other people that they thought knew all their stuff. But really didn't know anything. They just filled out, had their friend fill out the form and put their name on it. Oh. And so it was just like, it was just running away with it. That one guy was just running away with everything. You know, they were like asking, you know, what game was the, what, what game had the main, char- main character of Cloud? And the first two people couldn't answer. Oh. I mean, it was stuff like that. And it was like, wow. Yeah, that's, that's not trivia. Not for these guys. Mm-mm. That was... I was weak. I mean, here I'll I'll throw one out, and uh, I don't I don't I don't yeah and I don't think feedback we can get. I, I don't yeah I'll throw one of these out because this was I think the five hundred dollar question uh, on one of the categories, and uh, I'll see if anybody can answer it. Unfortunately, I don't know what we would give, so this is a freebie, right? In other words, we're not giving you anything for this one. Um, this is so, a test run. We yeah. PC game. We have some swag that we can pull to, to do some trivia stuff. So uh, l- you know. In one of gaming's greatest urban legends, this arcade game apparently 
was in an uh, was being was in an arcade uh, in a suburb of Portland, Oregon, for several weeks before it was pulled by the U.S. government. What game was it? Wow! So it was in an, it was just in Oregon, or it that's was, where it was pulled. It was an arcade it, game that was the, everywhere. The the urban legend goes that it was in uh, it was a test game in a gaming center uh, in an arcade outside of Portland, Oregon, in 1981. Right. And I'm asking for the name of the game. And it was pulled by the government? And, it was, and according to the old urban right. regen, right. legend, it was pulled by the government. Wow. Nobody on the panel at the trivia thing got it, and neither did anybody in the audience. Because if nobody on stage got it, I threw it out to the audience, and the audience could win a prize if they, if they could answer it. And nobody could answer thinking, this question. Uh, like The Last Starfighter. Okay, that's a good, <laughs> like that's a good guess. <laughs> uh, let's see. I know um, Tiger Claw's out there... Um, Tiger, yeah, flipping through his wealth. Of and we already have a winner. Book. We have a winner. Dark Tetsuya has the winner. Polybius, P O L Y B I U S. It's one of gaming's greatest urban legends. Right. Um, mostly, yeah, you know, Snopes would call it fake uh-huh. if you went to Snopes on it, uh, because somebody has created a no rom, no rom exists of this, uh-huh. but apparently, um, it messed with your mind. Was kind of the way that the urban legend went. Um, people said it played kind of like Tempest, but uh, you know all that exists. And actually, I'll pull up. Yeah, well, what kind of information's out there on it? I mean, well, there's a Wikipedia page on it. So screenshots. I mean, it's there's one screenshot. It is of the title screen. Let's see here. That's Polybius Disambiguation, the game. So yeah, um, it's a supposed arcade game. This is wild. I have never heard of such a thing. Yeah, it's a supposed arcade game featuring an internet urban legend. According to the story, the Tempest-style game was released to the public in 1981 and caused players to go insane, wow. causing them to suffer from intense stress and horrific nightmares. A short time after its release, it supposedly disappeared without its trace. No evidence for the existence of such a game has ever been discovered. <laughs> um, and this actually does not have... The screen. There's one supposed. Yeah, there it is. Now I'll put the screen on it so you guys can see this. Um, now, how how intense could this have been? If um, that's there is the one screenshot that exists of Polybius. Wow. So um, yeah. Now uh, the follow up question that I did for this, which unfortunately now everybody's gone to the Wikipedia page, right? Um, the uh, the name of the company was actually German for Sense Delete. What was the name of the company? Which I figure, if you knew German, you could probably figure out the name of the company because it translates to Sense Delete. Yeah. And it's actually on the screen, so it's you know it's not like it's going to be anything that's you know people yeah. can't figure out. But Senischlossen <laughs> translates to Sense Delete. What's the name of that company? There it is right there. What could be so intense of a 1981 game that was causing all this stuff? Yeah. I mean, what, graphics, noise? It, mean, was one of the, it was one of those, like, and they said that Men in Black actually came to the arcade. Like, the, the, the story goes that, like, the arcade operator said that Men in Black uh-huh. actually came and pulled data from the machine. It wasn't like a traditional arcade operator that you would see usually in 1981. It was actually, you know, men in black and government cars, unmarked cars. They would come pull... Uh, that, that would pull data from the machine hmm. and stuff. It's an urban legend. It's fake, but it, it's, it's kind of interesting. This is a YouTube. Kind of 
of it out there. Yeah, you know what? I bet that is this screenshot with somebody doing some commentary. No, you no no. I think I know what it is. I do. You know you know what they would do. They'd probably put that up there, and then you know Rick Astley's going to start dancing on the screen. Oh, right, so, right. So that was one of my questions that nobody could answer. So that's the kind of trivia that I throw out there. <laughs> that's a good one. I've never heard of that legend at all. And who got that question right? Uh, Dark Tetsuya. Wow. I just got handed. Andrew nominates Silent Hill on PS1 for best scariest old school game. All right. All right, all right. Excellent. You know, people can actually here can just walk up to the mic and we'll turn on the mic and let you talk and say whatever you want. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Since the game was claimed to be a very, wow. very inventive and addictive, but the graphics, although mistake rather than design, more were dangerous and prompted epileptic fits. So maybe that's what they were. Uh, yeah. So, so it wasn't a, a big scary mm-hmm. graphical thing. It was the some kind of evil messages through lights. But it was some people. <laughs> you know, the, the urban legend says it was possibly a government experiment um, to control the youth. Kind of like the Men in Black little thing when they mm-hmm. flashed it. When you got done playing, you, you didn't have any more memory of playing. I actually still had Shakan up. Right. i got to go back to the Polybius page here. Um, it says so, yeah. several people have found a ROM or have not found a ROM? No, they, uh, several people have claimed Plain to have a ROM, but uh, none of them have made the ROM available, and all that really exists is that title screen. Right. And that's it. And some guy actually claimed to have worked on the game, and he got proved false and stuff. These people are, are all dead now. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Shenlong's in another castle, too. Yeah. This is even a claim of a guy's involvement. Of yeah, that's what I was saying. He claims game. to have been working on it, and um, basically I think it, you know, it's, it's basically he... Is just trying to get his name out there attached right. to the urban legend. Yeah, he got his name on the Wikipedia. Yep. Very interesting. That's, that's some good uh, trivia questions. So yeah, so uh, you know, I can. We'll have to dig. There's deep there's in. there's a couple others that I could dig deep on. Yeah. So uh, I think uh, we're done. Yeah. I think I think we should call it a night. Uh, we had fun. Bobby's Th- tired. Yeah, I'm tired. I've I've only been up since two thirty this morning. Um, well, technically yesterday. Because I only slept for two hours before I got called at 2.30 in the morning. My Friday the 13th has been long. Very long one. Uh, So uh, I want to thank everybody for coming out, everybody for calling. We had a lot of great calls, um, except for Derek. 21 questions. 21 questions. Uh, So uh, one of the things we like to do is if you're in chat.allgames.com, uh, we don't have the Ustream chat open, but if you're in chat.allgames.com, I like to thank everybody that comes into chat. This is a... A tradition that we always do here on All Games Radio. Scott Rubin over at All Games started it. I continue it on my Sunday night show, and I'm bringing it here to Friday night. And it's when we read the names of all the chatters. DC Nate, GK128, Hendrix, The Rob D, Burr, Channel Z, Derek H, Eswat, Funnydale, Mako, Maximilian, Stone Raider, THK, Tiger Claw, Toshin, Wyland, AJ Twist, Alpha Box, Alpha Cananagram, Alta Mace, Sitsuma, Analog Outrage, Ash Fox, Bacon Bits, Bochikawa, CC Cosmic Relic, CC Shy, Cita uh, Bria, CJ Alfords, Crispy, D5T, Dark Tetsuya, the Blue Guy, Decipher, DJ Dark Knight, DRP two two three, Dunk or Slam, Game Guru, Gripper O one, Havoc nine seven eight, Hect, Interlogic, J Irv, Joe Digitech, JP the Prodigy, Justin Sane, Kazum, Kazin, Kimmy, 
Cool X, Melted General, MXT, Necromos, Punchy, Racing Freak 92, Recon Elite, Shadow Next Gen, Shiro and 8, Squaggle, Sub-Z, TDB30, Tedekin, The Raven, TM995, Visid, VX Jason XV, Wilcon, and Zappy. And uh, so uh, we will be back. Yeah, people change their name, and uh, I, I, t- I tend to try <laughs> to skip them. Throw it right in they there. try to get it in, Again. and, uh, you know, I'm sorry, because they'll change. If you do that, These guys like attention. They'll, they'll change their name to, like, you know, Try, I, try I want to catch you up. The, yeah, the, well, no, they'll, they'll say things like, you know, if I'm reading it, they'll be like, you know, change their name to I want to kiss Glenn, so I read it, you know, and then, you know, people start making, you know, Funny, slash fanfic stuff, about us. Right. And we don't need that. No. We really don't. We don't need that just, much no. attention. No, because then, then you're going to lose a thumb, just like the guy on this thing right here. In your face. In your face. So uh, next week, I don't We're probably going to do Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 4. Right. Yeah. 4. Four Street Fighter Four. Um, I don't know. Tuesday. Yeah, it comes out Tuesday, so we will hopefully have it here. What do we want to see it on? We want to see it on the PS3 or the 360. I'd I'd love to get some arcade sticks. So wherever we could get arcade sticks for, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to talk to Capcom, see if they're going to help us out. Hey, Capcom, Capcom. how you doing? Jennifer. Arcade sticks. Jennifer, how you doing? PR chick from Capcom. Hey. Now I'm freaking her out. Now we're not going to get anything. I'm sc- <laughs> so screwed. She just changed her name in the yeah. chat. So um, we'll be back next Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Here on, uh, We're going to be either on All Games Radio from the audio-only feed or over at video.fnglive.net. Uh, obviously, we have an audio podcast. This isn't probably the best audio podcast, so you really should try to be here live on Friday nights. Uh, if you want to hear a good audio podcast, I'm actually going to hopefully this weekend catch up on the last two episodes of my Sunday night show, which is a radio-only show. It's a little bit more focused, a little bit more compact, less than an hour. The Bobby Blackwolf Show, Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can only get that here on allgames.com. Uh, and uh, we'll talk about the latest in gaming news, which we really don't cover the news here. Right. Because everybody else covers the news. We don't really need to do, like, gaming news segment with a theme song or anything like that. Um, so you can check that out or, uh, you know, go on over to fnglive.net, mailbag at fnglive.net. You can email us or there's a handy form. And uh, leave, a, leave a comment for us on iTunes or rate us well on Ustream, and uh, that'd be great. So uh, I think uh, we're going to head out of here. So are you done? I this think, is it. Uh, go home and get some sleep, Bobby. Yeah, I need to go get some sleep. I, I need to get something to eat, too. Right. Yep. So uh, take care, guys. Uh, let's see. I got to see you I next Friday. Get, yeah. Got to get all my credit stuff because we have credits. See you guys. They pay the bills. Yes, they do. Bye. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host, guests, and callers only and are not necessarily the opinions of All Games Radio, Computer Arena, CC Gaming, or your mom. Although if Bobby said it, it really should be. This has been a production of Bobby Blackwolf Studios for All Games Radio.